The guilt felt missing an episode of Nostalgitron is equivalent to an uneasy feeling that you might get while being slowly pursued by a mistrusting toy shop owner as they follow your every move down every aisle. You can't shake them. And although you know you've committed no crime, you perspire like the sticky-fingered thief they suspect you of being until you finally crack and leave empty-handed and soaked in your own juices. Wow. You sound like you've had some traumatic experiences. We'll get to that. (laughs) Welcome to Nostalgiatron, the podcast about growing up in the 80s and 90s. Uh, I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Owen. And this week's episode, we are going to be talking about shops. Shops. A very broad a broad subject, but again, something which I think uh, it's going to be... I wonder if this is going to be really specific to the UK. And yeah. Particularly because like... This is going to be very specific, I think, to the UK. I, the reason I say that is that sometimes we're aware that our podcasts are very UK-centric, and obviously that's, that's, that's because we're both from the UK, but other times there are more broader subjects which more people can relate to and i'm always interested as to which ones are actually really specific to to kind of us where sometimes it feels like it's just us but it could even be the part of a country as well right it could it could change depending if you live in the north or the south as well especially for this episode i reckon there might be maybe maybe but then there's certain things like school the previous episode about secondary school which i felt was going to be far too specific for just us and that moment in our lives but actually the feedback we've had on that one has been actually really positive and it reminded people of people in their year at school. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of, we're just going to go with subjects in general that we feel have got, we've got enough to talk about. But to be fair, we could probably find a million subjects that we could talk about. Yeah. I mean, this time, I guess maybe like in, the, I don't know if you agree with this, but in the 80s and 90s, there might have been fewer of these big kind of multinational companies on the high streets. Oh, they were definitely more specific to the UK, weren't they? One hundred percent. There's like, there's just the way capitalism goes, isn't it? Everything kind of merges and God, or God falls by the wayside, so you end up with these kind of superpower companies. But that, I mean, the reason I was reason I was asking about because obviously I think no matter pretty much where you live in the states, it would be a very different experience with like more shopping malls and stuff like that. Because yeah, we didn't really we did. I mean, I remember we come from a a town called Wellingarden City. I mean, we neither of us lived there specifically, but that would have been the kind of local town. For that was us. the epicenter. That was the kind of epicenter, but a kind of an omnicenter for me because I was equidistant between there and Stevenage. Do you know what? I saw a YouTube video yesterday. It just popped up in my um, on the algorithm on YouTube, and it was the I think it was the ten worst places in the UK to live. I don't know where this guy was getting his information from, what research he did, but Stevenage was number two. Stevenage was number two? What was number one? Luton. Oh, fuck. Luton was in there, but Luton was higher up than Stevenage. Stevenage? Yeah, yeah. What about Hatfield and Stevenage? Hatfield wasn't even in there. Hatfield's not even in there. I can't remember what was number one there. I think it was somewhere up north, but I can't remember. Scunthorpe. No, Blackpool was on there. I like Scunthorpe because it's got cunt in it. (laughs) (laughs) And it just goes totally, it it totally, well, the other one I like is Hartlepool. That was on there. Hartlepool was on there. Hartlepool was in the top you know 10 the story, you know, worst places. You know they're called the monkey hangers. No, what's that? You don't know that. People from Hartlepool are called monkey hangers. What? And apologies if there's any listeners in Hartlepool and this is like using the N-word, but I don't think it is. But they were called the, they're called the, the monkey hangers as a, as a derogative term. So maybe it is. 
not too dissimilar to the other word that we shall not name, but, um, oh, but yeah, they I'll see if I need to cut this out later. No, you don't need to cut it out. But they, in like the early 1900s, a French like ship crashed and a monkey uh, kind of washed up on shore yeah. and they thought it was a French spy and they hung it. <laughs> Yeah, hung it in the town square. Oh, there's so much to unpack there. Like, what? Yeah. Firstly, do they think that French people would just all look like that? Monkeys. Like monkeys. That's how, like, unintegrated well, like, or, these people were. They just, like, these French people must just be, like, maximum three foot tall, covered in hair. Or was it just a really weird looking monkey, like a hairless monkey? But like? imagine that. Imagine being the monkey in this fucking scenario. First of all, you're living with French people, <laughs> like, from your homeland. So you, you've got probably at least maybe one generation swinging around in the trees. They get monkeys in France. Well, no. And if you kept in Gibraltar, weirdly. But anyway, this, yeah. but then they basically arrive in, like, in France somehow, <laughs> some way. I don't know how. But basically, they then end up on a boat, so goodness knows where they were going, which is obviously not a very good monkey life. And then the boat sinks, and you're not obviously a swimmer, and if you are, you're in a cage. And then after <laughs> all of this trauma, thinking, can this day get any worse... Some merry little chap or person runs to, oh, mummy, mummy. And you're thinking, this is it. I'm saved. Thank God for that after everything I've been through. And then they're branding you a spy, probably dragging you through the town. Spy! Hanging your body. I bet you're thinking after you got washed up on the beach, this day cannot get any worse. Could they not find one French-speaking person in Hartlepool that would like maybe try and converse with the monkey to find out like who they were? It was just like chattering at the before. That sounds like French. Didn't even think like the linguistic (laughs) side of it. My goodness gracious. I don't know though, right? As that monkey, what's worse? What's the worst fate? Like getting hung by people in Hartlepool or having to sail the seas, getting rogered by loads of French sailors. (laughs) (laughs) It probably was about 50% French by the time it got there. Probably the monkey that sunk the the ship. (laughs) <laughs> scuttled him yeah. he kept getting kept getting done over by the sailors on board <laughs> poor monkey well can we just take a minute to remember the monkey of the the monkey hangers of Hartlepool fucking hell monkey hangers so Stevenage <laughs> yeah. so Stevenage was my equidistant town yeah, which would yeah. have been kind of like because we well I, I mean I speak for us both, both I think we kind of grew up in small villages which maybe the population no more than a thousand no Stevenage would be quite exotic for me. If I went shopping in Stevenage... Well, that's like the thing, because journey. This, this was like me being dual-lingual, like bilingual, mm. with the ability to kind of flex both supermarkets. Uh, yeah, one side, <laughs> wow. Steven, Stevenage side supermarket, which was Sainsbury's, <laughs> yeah. and then Welling Garden, where actually Hatfield we used to go shopping in. Hatfield? Yeah, the What Tesco, are you shopping for there? The massive Tesco in Hatfield. So... Hatfield, I always thought, I think I've spoken about this before, I've always, always thought of Hatfield as being a little bit rough and a bit dangerous, and I'd feel a bit scared of going to Hatfield. But, I mean, I think Stevenage is much more so, and it's... I wasn't scared of going there at all. I thought it was quite cool. I did, work, shop. I did work experience in Hatfield. Did you? What was you doing? Oh, my God. Like, I was actually really excited about work experience when I heard of this concept. I had visions of me as a youngster, like, I don't know... I think, like, I don't know, something fucking... I'm a man cool. now, mummy. No, I work with my briefcase. <laughs> no, but, um, like, I think I wanted to... I don't know, I definitely wanted to do something badass as my work experience. I can't remember what it was now. I do remember when I was that, that age, I wanted to be a cameraman. Weirdly Really? Enough. Yeah. How That's weird is that? From your um, kind of, like, amateur yeah, maybe, filmmaking when maybe you were a kid. Maybe from yeah, amateur yeah. filmmaking 
shout out to the Mortal Kombat video, which yeah, episode one day that was twenty four. If you listen to this podcast, one day I will get round to digging this tape up from my dad's house. I will buy a fucking device which turns this videotape into digital, or I'll just record it with my phone, with my dad's VHS. You've really built this up, though. I'm expecting big and things. Then you will see probably the only people outside of like four people to see it. Mortal Kombat, the home movie. With blood and everything. <laughs> the six minute Mortal Kombat. Not even that. Really? Probably not. It was probably just a fight scene. But I, I do remember we did film a scene in the garden. What um, character were you? Raiden. I had my mum's. <laughs> Raiden, obviously. I had my mum's my uh, <laughs> washing basket, which looked very much like a Raiden hat on my head. I was going to say like a lampshade. but yeah, no, yeah, It was that kind of shiny grey plastic thing with holes in it. You know? yeah. I think every house has one for the laundry. <laughs> and I uh, put that on my head and I looked pretty dapper as Where's your brother? Maybe Scorpion. Scorpion. He was the, like the ninja. The Get yellow over ninja. here. Was it the yellow ninja or the yeah, blue one? the yellow ninja. Yeah, the yellow one. Ice Cube, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, Ice Cube is not immortal. Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero, Ice Cube. That's quite a cool name as Guest well. Guest appearance. Yeah, I was watching the uh, Defiant ones last night. Worth a watch if you like Ice Cube. Um, so yeah, uh, the... Well, I can't even remember what we're talking about now. Shops. Stevenage. Stevenage. Yeah, so Stevenage was... Stevenage, but yeah, we went to Tesco's Hatfield. Which was like the biggest supermarket. Oh, that was, that was really fairly recent though, right? Tesco. No, like 1992, <laughs> no. 1998. Yeah. 1988, sorry. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I think so. Because remember, when that we was were when the Hatfield Tunnel was built. Yes. Yeah, the Hatfield Tunnel. Because yeah. the Hatfield Tunnel was built, which gave us access to our probably only real shopping centre. Yeah, the Galleria. Galleria. But the thing is, it looks so promising. It was massive and it looked really awesome from the outside. Like, architecturally, there. it's really cool. I saw cool. there, so it was pretty awesome. Yeah, but all the shops were these weird outlet shops, weren't they? they didn't have any proper shops. No, before shops it was a proper one. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was a proper. Uh, How like, long for? Because I always remember it being like outlets. No, they kind there. of moved that quite late. Like, I thought there was something about they didn't want or they couldn't have some of the bigger high street stores in there. Yes, there was this fact, I think it was, for the Howard Centre. When the Howard Centre, which was. Jesus, this is really specific, <laughs> but in Hatfield, they, they, they had a shopping centre called the Galleria, which was built over that I think it was over the Hatfield Tunnel when they made the Hatfield Tunnel yeah which would I'd love to know what the road was like before the Hatfield Tunnel but anyway this is now super specific um, they and then as part of this kind of redevelopment where they had all this land back I'm guessing they built a massive Tesco's however the local town which where our school was called Welling Garden City had a shopping centre that was relatively recently built in the town centre but yeah, not yeah. like an out of town one called the Howard Centre and apparently the Howard Centre in their agreement, which was a good negotiation, said that you couldn't build a shopping centre within X miles of this shopping centre within X years. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they built the Galleria in Hatfield and then the Howard Centre sued them for like an astronomical sum of money. So this kind of shopping centre... So that's why I had all the shit shops in it then. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? Just yeah. like unique. I think T- the only TK Maxx I'd ever seen in the yeah, UK, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. the first one or something crazy like that. But it's like it, outlet stores and then they're weird like shops selling crystals and stuff like that. Yeah, you've always got yeah. those weird shops selling crystals. And incense. Like some jewellers that sells like proper budget lines of watches. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and um, what's it called? Mr. Minute. What's Mr. Minute? Like this key guy. Oh, yeah. Keys and resold shoes. Resold shoes, yeah. The cobbler. The cobbler, yeah. The cobbler of I remember spending quite a lot of time there with, with various... God, Mr. Minute, yeah. And it's where like... I don't know what a... Pretty shoe repairs. I think a lot of 
things were... You still get those a lot here because we're in Barcelona now. You get a lot of shoe repair and key repair places. Well, when was the last time you had your shoe repaired? <laughs> <laughs> what can you do these, mate? Like a pair of Air Max? Exactly. It's, it's, it's like a nail out. But back in the day, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. very much like the amount... Maybe that's why they moved on to keys as well. Because obviously we had to wear... I'm going off on a tangent here, but you had to wear smart shoes to go to school. Like, so I used to probably have be rocking some clocks. If I was super cool, I had some kickers. Well, they say smart, but I had some kickers. But like, they kickers weren't, were mega, they weren't like brogues or anything fun. like that. But if you didn't have kickers, you were pretty much dead in my school. <laughs> you were pretty much a victim. <laughs> like the kid that turns up with a Knicks pair of trainers thinking they're badass yeah. and them falling apart. But yeah, dead. everyone had to wear kind of these smart shoes. And the amount of times in my life, this is a, the fucking sole disconnected from the actual foot of the shoe. Yeah. So it'd flap around like a flappy... I don't know really what it would it be well, like, yeah. like a crocodile. Did, did you sometimes get the rear flap? Would it flap from the back or the front? Generally the front flap. Because I remember I was a play- rear flapper once. That's quite <laughs> because I was playing football all the time. So the amount of time you scrape your foot uh, against yeah, the yeah. floor is just going to leverage that what bad I was doing, all like- the time. But then we'd literally go to this place and they'd have to glue it there. And then my, and it always smelt the same, these, these Mr. Minute shops. Yeah, and then those fumes, real then toxic. Just, yeah, like the guy, with, yeah, exactly. The guy, there must be high as a motherfucker yeah. with all those fumes going off. He doesn't care. He only serves three customers. <laughs> he has no Why? idea of what's going on every day. <laughs> just killing them brain cells. Yeah, it's like there's some sort of. If we had class art, class um, group class lawsuits, class action, class lawsuits. action. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen that class action park? Oh my god, you know, you've got to watch this documentary called Class Action. It's called, it was called Action Park. It was this, oh, I've heard of Action Park. Action yeah. Park is this, this kind of crazy, um, crazy wet and wild type, like water slide. Some, didn't someone get beheaded there? Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was in the 80s and it was like pictured in this proper 80s style. It's come on, dude, this is a rad place, like with these kind of rides conceived by this madman which would never pass any health and <laughs> safety legend. by a million years like they were making this water slide with a loop and they were they were they're testing it on the staff they literally just they didn't do any design and people like breaking their necks and shit like Fuck. that and like everyone knew in this neighborhood like this area that somebody like had been seriously hurt and they fucking showed all the footage from that but it was called action park and then like obviously class action lawsuits gave it so they renamed it to Obviously, it closed yeah, at this yeah. point to Class Action Park. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's worth a watch. It's, it's definitely worth yeah, a watch. Yeah, I've heard it's good. Right, so how are we going to do this? We're going to like talk about individual shops, favourite shops. Um, I've, got, I've got some little factoids about some shops later. Oh, some factoids have always worried. Well, I kind of broke it down into different verticals. So, like, video games. Anywhere that sold video games, for me, was like a mecca. Yeah, would like you probably if you're lucky have like for them. I'm talking Mega Drive era here now. Well, no, not necessarily even that. Like before that, with the home uh, computers, with the home computers. Episode yeah. twenty two. Yeah, nostalgia drop. The um, the home computers used to be able to get. Some news agents would have like a kind of revolving rack of cassettes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, where would you normally buy your video games from? But there was a place in Venage, Saint Venage, Saint Evenage, Saint Evenage. Yeah. Um, which was called Video Games Plus, and it was a proper independent ah. video game store right by the bus centre yeah. next to the McDonald's. Oh, and I it, forgot about that place. And it was like an amazing place to go because it was the only place, I think, that was absolutely focused only on video games. Yeah. So it would have been an independent mid to late 80s that was only focused on... 
Computers Video Games Plus. Yeah. A real little specialist shop. But yeah, it was when we got... Oh, God, happy times when we got to go there. But other than that, it was... I'd buy games from, like, news agents. Yeah, I always remember being on, like, one of those revolving racks. Yeah. But that would be, like, cassettes, wouldn't it, for your home, home computer? Yeah, but opportunistically getting a parent to kind of buy one for me, like, which wouldn't happen very often. Yeah, Dad, while you're getting your uh, 20 Lambert and Butlers, can you get me this video game? Yeah, yeah, it was actually better. No, Marlboro's maybe. Oh, yeah, Dad smoked. Yeah, fucking really? hardcore. Yeah, but Dad smokes uh, B&H, but I think, yeah, as his body slowly fell apart, he had to, t- to turn it down I to made Lambert a huge mistake. Butler. And then, then, yeah, well. Um, yeah, so, yeah, major, mostly news agents. I feel like... There were other places where I might pick up video games. To actually specifically go over, which I have done, to go over to Stevenage to Video Games Plus, that would be more of an event, maybe like on my birthday, my mum was taking me out shopping or something. Oh, I mean, I'd go to video games to the other usual suspects, which have been Woolworths. I think Boots even had sold video games for a while. Yep. That's just, um, which is weird. Yeah. Um, boots. John Lewis, I think, maybe Woolworth. I used to get. Um, I was never rich enough to shop in places like that. Yeah, they wouldn't have the budget titles there. No, they'd just be triple A's. Yeah, triple A's, A's only. I never went to John Lewis to F-15 Strike Eagle. I can remember. Um, but yeah, like our price. Mm-hmm. Conversations we had about all of these, by the way. Our price, Woolworths. Maybe Comet used to sell them as well. Remember Comet? Yeah, yeah, Dixon's. Comet. Dixon's, Comet and Curry's would have been the... I mean, always had fun times when we used to go there because I used to love going to... Anything powered related? Shops. Yeah, I, I, these, these ones are ones I would have put in my kind of pantheon of like the top top shops. If I if I was going somewhere, the top place shop. I top shop, the place I'd seek out would be yeah maybe Dixon's, R Price, John Lewis. Anything yeah like you say anything with video games or video Toys game systems. Toys R Us had a badass selection of. Video yeah, games I never went well. to Toys R Us when I was well, a kid. In Stevenage. Yeah, it's too far. So, again, it was clear. It, was it wasn't really... a place that you could go yourself either. You had to drive um, there. Well, it was a magical place. <laughs> we were on our way there. Not very often, sadly, because... It, it's millions, it was, says Jeffrey. Oh, my God. When we heard the Roaring Meg had opened with nothing less than a Burger King, Royal Meg's in Stevenage, yeah. and a Toys R Us, you could have blown me down with a feather. They didn't uh, have a Burger King in Welling Garden, did they? No. So not only did it have not only did it have this Toys R Us, it also had a Burger King. So you, if he's hanker, hankering for a, a bacon double cheeseburger, well, then you'd have to go again, to see. Again, I would always, I think, occasionally because my mum was occasionally partial to a burger sometimes, yeah. and um, yeah, occasionally we'd go there, and it was just, and I'd always be like, yeah, I want the biggest hamburger on the menu. And I, I'm looking back now that I got ripped off every time because I definitely didn't get the biggest burger on the menu. I just got a kid's meal every time. <laughs> kid's meal. But it didn't stop me from asking every single time. But Toys R Us, we had a great section of video you know, games. You know the theme song for uh, Toys R Us adverts? Like off, like the back of my hand, pretty much. Right, so they say like there's millions of what? There's millions, says Jeffrey. Oh, the millions, says Jeffrey, right. So my wife, Hannah thought for forever while she was a kid growing up until she met me basically when she sung it in front of me she thought it was there's millions of Jeffreys all under one roof millions of Jeffreys sounds like a horror sounds there's fucking mil- terrifying there's millions, there's millions of, of giraffes under, under this roof yes yeah. screaming yeah. fuck I definitely don't want to go to Toys R Us but no my Toys R Us experience was much much better than that my uh, I knew somebody that used to think that the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was um 
chilling out, maxing, relaxing, and grooving and shooting some meatballs outside of the school. <laughs> what? And she used Why to be like, be shooting meatballs? She used to be like, why are they shooting meatballs? And I was like, you fucking what? Seriously? <laughs> you think... Yeah, it's crazy, these like lyrics that you just live with. Shooting totally meatballs. Wrong. Yeah, totally. Um, but yeah, no, Toys R Us was pretty fucking good for video games. Right, yeah, yeah. Do they have... Um Demo stations there as well. Every fucking thing. Yeah. Everything. That was, was a massive draw as well. If you had a demo station for a video game at the shop. They would literally... Ah, oh, but yeah, Blockbusters used to sell video games as well, didn't they? You used to rent oh, yeah, yeah. video games. Yeah, yeah. You could rent the consoles there as well. You could rent the consoles there as well. And there would have been like... Tandys would have some weak-ass selection because of, but there would be like three. Some places would just think that they'd have video games just, I think, to... Inc- Increase their appeal, but they'd have like the shittiest selection ever. So yeah, there was definitely some shops which you knew were scraping a barrel. Who had the best selection? Out oh, of Toys R Us. Toys R Us, really? I guess. Oh, video game plus. This is more like console era, isn't it? Rather than yeah, we're computer, talking yeah. 16-bit Mega Drive, right? Yeah, this yeah, kind of time. But yeah, no, definitely, definitely Toys R Us. Toys Toys R Us was just like an absolute dream come true. <laughs> yeah, I think like it's just like an enormous warehouse for the toys, wouldn't it? But before, like toy shops would be tiny little things in the high street. I don't even remember any toy shops apart from. Do you not remember? Ritz I think toys. I was about to say, do you remember the name? Yeah, it came to me the other day. Yeah, Ritz Toys. Where so was that? That was an independent one. So that was near the Sainsbury's in Wellington City, yeah. outside of the Howard Centre. But yeah, Ritz Toys. That's kind of the place I was alluding to in the introduction. I always remember getting followed around. I reckon like. Independent toy shop owners are the most paranoid people on the planet. They're constantly following you around thinking you're stealing something. Maybe they're pedos and they're just Maybe checking, just checking you out. out. Yeah. Seeing if you meet this, the, the, the required criteria for a, for a, a free toy. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a boggling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've really got you with that one. I yeah, think, yeah I would be straight in there. Uh, yes, I would like a boggling. <laughs> um, just dropping your pants. <laughs> <laughs> boggling time. <laughs> oh, boggle me. <laughs> um, I remember Ritz Toys was quite good because they had a good selection of um, what are they called Citadel miniatures. Citadel miniatures. Yeah. Don't even get me started on 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 this this subject. I thought this was a board game. Sort of <laughs> I used to go to. I used to go to Letchworth because they had a yeah. dedicated hobby shop that, there. Didn't they have a games workshop there? Actually? Yes, it was yeah. a games workshop. We used to get to train to Nebworth to buy figures like, I don't know, uh, Blood Bowl and yeah. like those other similar yeah, they have types all, like, the little of paints the Warhammer ones. Oh my God. Mm. Like I, yeah, I think I started painting them later, but I used to love that shit. They've been that going shop. for ages then, that. That shop, games workshop. Games workshop. That shop was just amazing, but you couldn't really fuck with Toys R Us it was just too good it had everything yeah but I'd only get to go there maybe twice a year like maybe once before Christmas and once to buy a present for somebody else which is just torture oh yeah awful I remember going to the Ritz Toys once to buy Boglin <laughs> a Boglin for uh, for Luke Simmons' birthday I was like for fuck's sake and they didn't have any of those little mini ones so we had to get a step up one it wasn't like the big Boglin but it was like the I think it was like the ones you got in like a little water tank like the aquatic ones. I've got Simmons a fucking boggling. I don't yeah. even remember getting any decent presents from any of my friends yeah, ever. I, st- I still don't get any fucking thanks for that now. Well. Luke Simmons, you remember that boggling. <laughs> yeah, Next time remember, it's your round. Remember the things Mike had to do for that boggling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His free boggling from Ritz Toys. Boggle me this. You better still have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
like might be to take to counselling with him just to really exercise those demons. <laughs> I'm going to go through some of the um, through some of the shop names that are people's names, and then well, we'll see if you if you know who the people are. But also, I've got a a little a little what? game for you as well. The shop names that are people. Yeah, so you names. can think of a shop that's a person's name. John Lewis. John Lewis. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking. I was, I was looking this up. I was doing a bit of research. Thinking right. How so, did you go down this? One? I don't know. Rabbit. I wasn't even oh, stoned. This is fucking. Oh, what shops sell out people's names? Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know why this happened. Okay, so yeah, John Lewis obviously named after John Lewis. Did you know they have John Lewis's in Australia? They only have them in the UK and Australia. That's oh, really? a bit weird, isn't it? Why would you have only exclusively in two countries that are on opposite sides of the planet? I guess because they both speak English. Maybe. Didn't crack America. No, they didn't crack America. Did you like John Lewis as a child? I was a big yeah, fan of John Lewis. Fuck yeah. It's amazing. Everything, isn't it? Department so, stores. So. Well, but I remember it before it was John Lewis when it was well in stores. Well in stores, it was, and wasn't it? Yeah. I used to love this place. It was basically like a department store in Wellington Sea. And um, I used to love it because they used to have like these little cinema booths where you'd sit in there and watch a cartoon for like really? 20p and you used to draw the like curtain. A peep show. As if you're going <laughs> to. <laughs> this is naked women in front of me playing been, themselves. I've never been to a peep show. <laughs> not at that time no, no, not, I've, not, I've so not either I really know if, it's, if it compares but now all I can think of you as like a, an 8 year old innocently like <laughs> 20p into this machine the curtain slowly draws <laughs> back it's like bad old hack starts going at it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> traumatised I was so about weird. 7 at the time <laughs> yeah Jesus Christ no no it wasn't like that play some cartoons like Roadrunner I think it was like a 5 minute episode for 2 minutes oh, really it used to be Fucking amazing. But was it like you just sitting there on your own? I didn't think two kids could go in there. And it was a bit like a photo booth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you just draw, you got this little curtain. You sit in there and just watch a cartoon. I think it was like... But what's that happening? Would your mum just kind of walk off and come back five minutes later? Yeah, pretty much. You'd never get that now, would you? Oh, my God. It was amazing, though. I just don't... I just I just remember it being very crowded. If you was shop. like one of these fucking loft train set owning pedos... You would hang around outside one of those places to snatch kids, wouldn't you? They'd be there. Yeah. It's like a little... Honey, I literally got trap. lost when I was three. My mum lost me when I was three. <laughs> yeah. When you was out shopping? Yeah. Where was you? Stevenage. Oh, my God. Imagine going missing in Stevenage. You could have, been, have been had a completely different upbringing. Like a bloody reg ra- red rag <laughs> in, a, in a town centre of bulls. This you was well out of your depth in Stevenage. They might have thought you were that... That French monkey and hung you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it looked like a little monkey, but I think I was in Woolworths and mum just abandoned me. <laughs> Did she, though? No. No, you just probably like, think, wandered off, didn't you? I think if mum ever listened to this, she'd probably, like, break down because it was one of a pretty tragic moment for her. <laughs> yeah, how I long think, was he gone for? I think quite some time. Really? How, what, how Put long? it this way. If stories, if I remember this, if I recall correctly, yeah. uh, I basically, age three, knew what my address was. And the police took me home. <laughs> Fuck. So I wonder, like, yeah, what was your mum doing? What was she doing? Meth. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, that is, that is traumatic. I'm not well, sure it's much more traumatic. It was in Ritz Toys, I knew I should be dead, done by <laughs> Mr. Ritz. <laughs> That's why he got bogging that year. Mr. Ritz himself goes through everyone in this area young Michael got one presents this year. Um, yeah so yeah I got lost <clears throat> got lost and then I just remember being brought back by a fucking police car so it must be pretty serious imagine that happened now yeah oh my god it's pretty lucky I didn't get I wonder what they said 
the Mrs. Hughes, I know he's been a little shit, but you can't just leave him there for someone else to look after. It's a sweet little angel of a three-year-old which knew his own address, which is pretty fucking cool for a three-year-old. Yeah, I'm not even sure if I could speak when I was three. I was, uh, yeah, apparently I was quite, like, I was just speaking to my mum about it the other day, which is weird because he'd never have this conversation with my mum. She was like, yeah, you were really fucking smart from age, like, three to six. (laughs) (laughs) You were really smart from age three to six. Yeah, pretty It's not like you you were smart from three. Just no, between three and six. Pretty much. Just what really, happened after that? Well, then she said, like, I had, like, a really bad teacher that just... Didn't... <laughs> I was going to say, like, a really bad fall. <laughs> really bad, just dropped me. I had a really bad teacher in my primary school. And she was saying today that she, like, really? everyone had a problem with this teacher. And obviously, you're age seven. You don't really Stunted your development. Going on. But, yeah, she reckons, like, this teacher hated boys. And, like, it was everyone knew this. And, like, and everyone... And you slipped right back. You went from being able to kind of read really well and to not be able to read by the end of the term <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh, this is this is uh, this literal conversation happened yesterday as well yeah yeah I only found that out he's like mummy mummy why can't I read child well? protege just <laughs> ready to take his fucking I don't know his masters at Cambridge going into the class comes out like what was her name sloth Mrs Sharp Right, Mrs. Sloth, if you're out there, you're responsible. Not Mrs. Sloth. Sloth. Is that what I came out there looking like? Sloth for the cushions. Mrs. Sharp, I said. <laughs> Mrs. Sloth. Where did that come from? Shit, <laughs> sloth from the Goonies. Yeah, no, but why did I say that? <laughs> I don't know what you said for Mrs. Sloth. I heard Sharp but as well. I heard it, you say Sharp. He said it so confidently. Yeah. As if it was just sharp? like it was as if it was just like a normal surname so, as well. Some weird like it's little synapse went off in my head. The worst name ever, and you just didn't even question it. I'm like a very small stroke on air. <laughs> <laughs> my brain my brain said sharp, but my mouth said you sloth. Might have just gave yourself a new nickname. <laughs> Mrs. Sloth. Mrs. Sloth. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> that but was yeah, weird. No, um, John Lewis. So John Lewis, yeah. Never really went in there. Maybe at Christmas time. I would go in there more slightly older, maybe as like a teenager. But it's quite a big deal because Wellington City is not a big town, really. And it was probably the smallest town that had a full size John Lewis. Oh, yeah. In John it. Lewis is a big deal there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, people would come from. People travel far and wide <laughs> to Wellington City to go to visit their John Lewis. Yeah, yeah. And later life, where I went to work. My first proper job outside of the chip shop was in John Lewis. What department was you working in? Security. <laughs> security? <laughs> well, I don't fuck about it. Of course I worked in security. I was literally, if you, if you imagined an archetypical security guard, that was me, age 15. Uh, overweight? <laughs> no, actually, it was the best job ever. Like I had to work in the area where customers had to come and collect large goods called customer collection. Yeah. yeah. Large goods. Large goods. You know, like white goods and stuff like that. Like beds and Large furniture. white goods. Yeah. So my job on a Thursday night, which is when they opened late, and a Saturday all day, yeah. was I used to have to hold up this little slip, which looks like a receipt, and wave it out my little cabin. They had to show that they've got one. And then I pressed the button to open the barrier to let them in. And Go on it, cl- darling, you're clear. And then close the barrier. That was your job. And I used to search their bags of staff going in and out to make sure they weren't stealing. I mean, surely that job just doesn't exist now. You've been overtaken to buy like a scanner, right? No. How, this, yeah. How are the scanner going to check the staff bags in there in, when they go in and out? I don't know. You have like Amazon to make sure they're not shoplifting. No people in there. I can do it. Nobody ever got caught 
shoplifting under my watch under my watch well they did not i mean did you actually catch anyone trying to steal something well once i was working and somebody and somebody from my year in school no somebody from the year below us in school got caught shoplifting and brought around security when i was working there really yeah you didn't catch him i was part of the spot was was you ready to throw yourself into into danger's way i was part of the sting operation was he no I just checked the bags when the people went in when they went out. I'd open the customer collection. But it was the best I got Would you paid. chase someone if they stole something? Yes. You weren't given like a weapon or anything, though. I already had a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> My wit and determination. Yeah. Um, no, I didn't really... I mean, I saw them arrest a few people. It was pretty fun because they used to be undercover people that used to be in plain clothes. Oh, really? Yeah, they used to be plain clothes. They used to call themselves officers. But they actually had the authority to make an arrest, though. They used to have handcuffs. Did they? Yeah. Surely yeah. that's not legal with no. store security. But you do see security at school security with handcuffs. In fucking America, they got guns. Yeah, true, true. So I'm sure they're allowed to carry handcuffs. But yeah, they used to go undercover and I used to hear them on the, they used to have the little radios and I used to listen to them closing in on suspects. It used to be quite exciting. It's a young curly head boy sniffing around the Boglins again. And getting paid. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what was your first job? I think my first job, like proper job, not working for my dad or something, it was in the Howard Centre, working in WH Smith's. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was, in the, I was at the pen counter. But, pen counter. But I only managed to hold a job for three days. I was under like, uh, what do you call it? When, uh, achieving? Underachieving? No. Yeah, I was, I was definitely underachieving. Um, I was on a control period oh, of really? like of three like days. I didn't make it. Why? I didn't cut the mustard. What the fuck? I wasn't qualified to sell pens to pensioners. What the fuck? Talk to me about your experience selling pens to pensioners. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't want me there. I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> you failed. I failed. I remember I got a job at John Lewis and it was a fucking big deal. My mum was so fucking proud that I managed to get a job there. Like, she was proper proud that I got a job at John Lewis. My, my boy works at John Lewis, don't you know? Yeah, exactly. Pretty good start. <clears throat> but you, what but, did you do at the pen counter? What are your, what are your memories? Not, not much. I think that's why they sacked me. Oh, well, That's we why you keep me on. Were, were you getting asked questions? By who? By, well, by customers. customers. <laughs> who the like, fuck else is going to ask you questions <laughs> when you're working in a shop? Yeah, but like, I mean, I wasn't a pen specialist, so yeah, I don't know what kind of questions to say. It's like, uh, can I have a look at the red colour? one? It's, like, it's one of those annoying ones as well. So you had like a counter, like a lock, Top three counter. most annoying questions you got when you were working at a pen shop. Oh, I can't remember. I wasn't listening probably. I've got to remember, this is three days out of my did, life. What, what kind of present? I'm going to buy a present for my grandpa. What, what pen should I get him? Let's get him one of those park ones, isn't it? That's <laughs> exactly what I probably would buy him would be a park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So how did you not, they not keep you on after such salesmanship like exactly, that? Exactly, right. I've, I've just brought a parker from you. Well, their loss was uh, into sports game. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast and you're the fucker that sacked my car for three days as yeah. a failed pen executive. Look at me now. A, what title would you have, do you think, shop assistant? <laughs> junior, well, there. junior shop assistant trainee what is the lowest of the low in, in the retail world What's level one of the slippery slope of junior weekend <laughs> yeah weekend that's it the weekend assistant. weekend shop that, weekend, weekend junior shop assistant your name, even if you're a I never thought of the weekend in the same way you know that, mm. that singer maybe it's weekend means he's the lowest of the low singers weekend shop assistant and you failed so what did you do after that I worked in Intersport. The mines, straight down. Intersport. <laughs> I that think was, it was Intersport. It wasn't how to. Yeah, it changed names a couple of times. position by the fountain. Uh, was it by the fountain? Oh, it was upstairs. No, no, it's downstairs. 
Oh no, it's a sport. It was the shit sports center because they had another sport. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You were the shit. Yeah, one. I was the shit one, not the cool one, not JD Sports or JBB. I think it was, wasn't it? Or there was no, another one, but yeah, no, I wasn't the it shit wasn't one. JD Sports, no, it was something sports. Intersport. No, what it was wasn't Intersport. Intersport was the one I worked. I'm sure the one. Yeah, Intersport was always seen as a bit of a foreign. Oh, yeah. It's crap. Yeah, a foreign, very specialist sports store. And it was just full of people who knew each other working there. So I think our friend Andrew Morrison worked in there, and his brother was the manager. It was just a massive pushover. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's quite a few of us working there. That was, that was decent. I think I've worked there for quite a while. But I, I just remembered something. So when it was getting refurbed, and I think it was changing names, for some reason, we had to do night shifts there. So obviously it wasn't open for retail. Night shifts in yeah. a fucking sports shop. I think to let in the people who were like doing the fixtures and fittings on the, uh, on the, like the refurb over... Number. Overnight, yes, we get paid double. How much do you get paid there. per hour? Oh, fuck knows, I don't know. What do you reckon? Five? No, it'd be less than that, wouldn't it? Five, you should be so lucky. Hey, I wonder, I wonder how much I got paid. I we got like, paid double, I think, for the for that night shift. I think it got, like, started at <clears throat> 280 an hour. £2 fucking 80 an hour. If you ever want to think about inflation, there you go. Yeah, your maybe, best maybe it's about £2.80 that. £2.80 yeah. an hour. That's right, that's 10 But it was a big upset because my first job as the unofficial cash in hand cleaner of the chip shop was £1.50 an hour. Oh, well, that's a massive difference, yeah. It was a fucking a almost it. 100% pay increase. That's how, good, that's how sharply I climbed the slope. <laughs> right, there is no way that it was legal for me to be in, on my own in that shop, in that shopping centre overnight. Like, I, I, I had to sleep on the floor. <laughs> you had to sleep on the floor. In a staff what, room. What, you don't think they fucking... You had a staff room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big was it? It's decent. We had an N64 in a staff room. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't big. It could fit like maybe six staff. people in it. We had a staff canteen. Oh, did you? Like a fucking full-on restaurant and it served all the same food as they served in the main John Lewis, but just cheap as chips. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I was there for like... Yeah, staff room. It so was just weird, not, it? But surely... Well, surely, why is it not legal? They should have provided you with a bed if you're working. Yeah, I reckon now there's no way that they'd be able to do that. Of course, like people work stuff. Not, what happened if I people, died? I was there on my own. People work night shifts and don't have... Don't I wasn't allowed die. to be there on my own, surely. Why? Because something could happen to me. Well, <laughs> the guy from Ritz Toys could come around. What about everyone else that works by themselves on a night shift? I could just hear, do you want a boggling? Like whispering through the air in the Howard Centre as oh. I was trying to sleep. Are you allowed to, could you go like wild and run around a shopping centre at night? Well... Might cut this out later, but I reckon this is the first and only time I had a wank in a shop. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to cut this out. <laughs> I think you've been to <laughs> Jerked off in the staff room in uh, Intersport in the Howard Centre. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I was there all night. What's going to do? <laughs> I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave it unattended. I couldn't go outside that one. Sleep. <laughs> couldn't knock one out into the night air. But wasn't there people in the other room fitting shelves? <laughs> No, before they arrived. Yeah. Before they arrived. Danger. <laughs> what were you there before they arrived? I don't know. I don't know why I was there at all. Why did Surely I have to be they're, there? they're starting at like 11, you get there for 11. But why can they just be given the keys? Why do I have to let them in? Because they weren't trustworthy. Fucking, if they weren't trustworthy enough, you little But they're trustworthy enough to leave them there with me. Wanky Mike. So what time did you, what time did you start? What time did you finish? Hmm, I reckon I started when the shop closed. What do you reckon that'd be like? Six, Six? or seven? Six. They weren't open late. Yeah, but then I would be there still in the morning when people arrived for work. So 12 hours. <laughs> a 12 hour shift, but they locked you in. 
<laughs> Maybe it's just a prank. <laughs> the fuck? Waking up next morning, like just walking out after you feel like a zombie, like walking yeah. after tw- a twelve-hour shift in the supermarket in a, in a shopping center at night. Then walking on oh, my own. To, it's fucking. It's quite the, eerie as well. Into the no day, one about. Into the day. Well, what about the guys in the shelves? <laughs> what about them? We said there's nobody there, and oh, you yeah, were yeah, wanking but... away. <laughs> it's basically, where are these people? <laughs> they were there. They were in the shop after a while. Yeah, I you can't sure, what time they I'm sure there was actually people there, and you're not just imagining this. <laughs> I mean, it's a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, why would they have you there to cover the, the people? I don't that, know why. And then leave you alone doing nothing. I just remember there was a time. week where, like, someone each of us had to do a night double <laughs> time a night shift. Yeah, it's worth it though. Mm. So that would have been a good. That would have been a hundred quid. No, 50 quid. No, 50, yeah, yeah. Still not 50 bad. quid a guy long Back then, yeah. Way. Back then. That's a pair of diesels. That's one 50 quid the scratch car when I was 16. It literally might have been like winning 50 million. The options it afforded me that <laughs> day. It had a fucking McDonald's and I bought one for my friend, 288, which was the price of a fucking value meal for literally 15 years in yeah, the UK. Yeah. It was 288. Like, used to get, because I used to go, when I used to go and work at John Lewis. I used to have to catch the bus because it used to be open late on a Thursday, so I'd have to get there for six till eight thirty because mm. it was like late night shopping on Thursday. Oh yeah, 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 in uh, Welling Garden, and um, and then my tradition would be go to the HSBC, withdraw five pounds because I was so happy that I had a debit card. It felt like I was a fucking yeah. gangster yeah. when I had no, not a debit card even, the ability to withdraw cash from a cash machine. Oh my god, I felt so gangster, <laughs> and used to walk to the HSBC, the top of. Parkway or somewhere, one of those roads in the, t- the city centre, right in the corner opposite Pizza Hut. Yeah. Take five pounds out from a cash machine because it was the only cash machine that let you take five pounds out. Then go and get a fucking McDonald's and must have eaten about three barbecue sauces with the chips. I had so many McDonald's in that place, work at the sports shop as well. Oh my God, it was just, it never gets boring, McDonald's. What the fuck do they do to make it so good? It's packed loads of sugar, isn't it? I mean, this makes me happy that I'm vegetarian because... But the annoying thing is, I think they're bringing in a vegetable Big Mac. Oh no, we're doomed. Oh, we're fucking doomed because that's one of the main reasons that I don't eat there because it's have nothing. It was still probably just as bad for you. Probably worse. Well, exactly. But at least when it's meat, I can't do it because I'm vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. So I just stay away because there's no main meals. But I remember yeah. once when I was working in Intersport and I, I went to, as so I normally would on a weekend, I'd go over to McDonald's to go and get a meal for my lunch. And, um, there was these two girls sitting out on this bench outside McDonald's. They're kind of like looking at that me a bit weird. That bench, I remember, was just leathered in fucking dried gherkins. In fact, <laughs> yeah. all of that entrance... Bench outside as McDonald's, As soon as you yeah. left McDonald's, it was like <clears throat> a ice skating rink of people who literally get the burger as they're walking out. Shopping, they just... Launch the gherkins. Frisbee the gherkin onto oh, the floor I around love the McDonald's. Gherkins. I hate you, freak. I hate the gherkins. Yeah, we are gherkins. Um, um, yeah, so these two girls like looking at me weird. And at the time, it was like, I was quite shy. I wouldn't like, be the sort of person to go and approach others. And if someone come up to me that I didn't know and started talking to me, I'd find it quite embarrassing. Mm. But these two girls like, were looking at me funny. Then they started walking towards me. I'm thinking, this is weird. So I kind of like tried to avoid them, but then actually walked up to me and started talking to me. I think they were Scottish. And, I, and they said, um, oh, you, you work here? You work in a sports shop? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try and do the accent. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they said, oh, oh can, we, can we come and see your shop? And I was like, what? I was like, I'm just about to go and get McDonald's. They said, well, you go and get your, go and get your McDonald's then. And um, we'll be out here waiting for you. And you can take us to the shop. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> so I was in, in McDonald's just like thinking, oh, 
fuck's sake. Like, as soon as I get out of here, they're going to start harassing me again. I don't want this at all. And I think they were both attractive as well, but like, it was just too much. It was very intimidating. So well, anyway, like, some sort of day trip to Welling Garden City. It's so places. weird. And I feel like that's my age. So maybe like, I mean, I must have been 16, right? To be working. Is that right? 16? 16? No, you can start at 14, I think. Oh, maybe, maybe I was about 15 then. They seemed about the same age. Maybe a little bit old, like maybe say 16 or 17. So anyway, so they followed me. Yeah, they followed me to, to Intersport. And I walked into shop and like the manager, Stuart Morrison, our friend's brother, he was like, okay, um, you're back. I'm going to go on lunch now. He said, um, uh, you're right to be on the floor here, like do whatever. I was like, yeah. I said, oh, but also <laughs> these two girls might leave me alone. He said, what girls? And, like, he looked over. There's these two girls like laughing and giggling, like standing by the, the shoes or whatever, like looking over. And he goes, oh, what, what's going on? So I was telling him, they had this, like, following me around the Howard Centre. And I said, they really wanted to come and see the shop. And he says, okay, but like, just keep them out of front. And I'll try and keep my own customers because they look a bit weird. Anyway, like, it must, they must have been there about half an hour. Just like following me around the fucking shop. Every time I went to go and like, get a customer like some shoes or something from the, the, uh, the stock out the back. They would try and come with me into, into, the, into the stock room. I was like, no, no, you've got to stay out the front. You've got to stay out the front. And after a while, like, Stuart got back from his lunch. He said, he goes, those girls still here? I was like, yeah, they won't go. I don't know what to do. They turned around and then walked in. And they were actually in the back, right? So I was trying to get his shoes. They walked <laughs> into the back. And they'd like cornered me in the stock room. <laughs> so I didn't know what to do. Like, I mean, I think I was quite innocent and stuff at the time. I don't know what they were thinking was going to happen. But like... <laughs> It was so. It did happen. I mean, I've run over it many times in my mind since <laughs> the, the outcome was very different to what actually happened. I think I just kind of like wormed around them a little bit, said, and like walked away from them, and then they followed me out. I think they got bored after a while. But then, right, I remember later on. I think when I was leaving work, I left the Howard Centre. I saw the same two girls get into a taxi with a guy, and he must have been about thirty years old. I've got no idea what's going. on. I've got no idea from who the they taxi, were, where they came from. The taxi Outside the Howard Centre. Maybe I was about to get human trafficked. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you were just being psychologically bullied by two girls, girls older than you. Yeah. Or maybe they thought they were going to have their wicked way with young Michael. Yeah. Not without a boggling. <laughs> without a boggling. <laughs> boggling first. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's rule of thumb. <laughs> the, rule of, the rule of thumb, yeah, indeed. Literally, the boggling, <laughs> the boggling rule. All right, another shop named after a person. Oh, God. <laughs> that Don't was about half talking half. about that. Another shop named after a person. W.H. Smith's. Well, I've never thought about this get before. Shot. I thought I was going to No, no, but you've got to try and guess what the W in H mean in W.H. Smith's. Um, William. William. Oh, no, do you know what I've done? What? I've... Uh, I've written down a number of possible names that it could be. Okay, I've got to and, guess. Yeah, but then... You forgot which one it is. <laughs> I can't remember which one it is. So oh, you could, you could be right. Oh, what do you say? Okay, right, I'll give you, I'll give you some possibilities. So I think what, what I did is I mixed them up, so I said them in a certain order. You s- swallow too much boggling juice as a, as a youngster, <laughs> kids. You're going <laughs> to yeah. be forgetful as Mike. <clears throat> I think it, it must be... Okay, okay, yeah, I think I know what it was. All right, I'll, I'll give you some possibilities. Also, this is how fucking stupid I am, right? So I was thinking, all right, I looked up on, uh, on Google. Okay, names beginning with H, names beginning with W, right? So I thought, oh yeah, these are pretty good, some of these. Right, so the first one I wrote down. This is for 
W. H. Smith. Imagine after all this effort you've gone to, and I actually just knew what it was. <laughs> okay, William. So the first thing I wrote down was Henry Wharton. That's H. W. What, <laughs> what was wrong with him this time? I don't know. I just got back from work. I was tired. Well, I was at work on the free. Um, okay, so yeah, it could be Henry Wharton. Wharton Henry, let's say. No. It could be Winston Huxley. No. <laughs> it could be Walton Hassan. No. Why? Why can't it be any of these? Well, because I just, it just sounds wrong. I don't <laughs> this think, is the worst podcast segment ever. I don't think in the early... 80s you'd have had a, a Hassan name on a, on a fucking shop I just don't think that was like racially going to be tolerated especially called Walton first as well exactly Walton Hassan it's a good name isn't it what about this is my favourite one Willie Hatcher Willie Hatcher <laughs> could be Willie Hatcher Willie Hatcher or William Henry William Henry Yes, William Henry. <laughs> oh, oh. You, had it. You, was you would have got it. I reckon if you had two guesses. Oh, I actually did say William Henry. Did you? As a fucking, what if I just said William Henry straight away? Did you actually say that? I'm not sure we need to check that. In my mind, I did. Yeah. Because I was thinking William Henry. No, I thought I'd kind of interject before you ruined my amazing segment on the podcast. Oh, we had to well, guess names. Well. William yeah. Henry Smith. Well, that's an, in, that's an interesting one. To do much shopping in Smiths. As we like to call it. Smiths, yeah, yeah, we used to call it Smiths. Wait, these, it's just serve a purpose. If I was ever lucky enough to get a magazine, we'd get it from Smiths. I was a big edge stationery subscriber, so I'd always, I'd always get magazines. I used to love the magazines. I used to, I used to, I used to have stationery. Yeah, the Beano. Did you go to the pen section? I used to get the Beano and the Dandy. Do you ever used to read them? Yeah, but I think I got them delivered. <laughs> Mummy, by your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. Mother, <laughs> this is not this week's episode of. <laughs> The vino. Nipper looks at least Issue. a week old. Exactly. This one's not hand-signed by whoever makes it. Yeah. Who's the artist? I don't know, but I used to love the vino. Was it called? Roger the Dodger. Roger the Dodger. Yeah. Roger the Dodger with black and red scruffy hair and Nasher. Nasher and Nipper. Nasher and Nipper used to have this one, one massive fucking tooth. tooth yeah. yeah, it looks like you could open a can with it. Probably yeah. did in the episodes many times. And he used Who to else? just bully the shit out of Walter the Wally. Walter the Wally, yeah. Was it Walter the Wally or just Walter? Just Walter. Maybe it's... But he used to call him a Wally. Yeah, yeah. And then used to have the Bash Street Kids. Yeah, do you remember the really ugly ones? He's called Pug. Pug. He had like really long extended ears, a bit like Shrek coming yeah, outside. But then another like a really one, Smithy. Mouth. Smithy, who never, his head never came out of his jacket. <laughs> yeah. And what else did he use? Yeah, Minnie have? the Minx. Minnie the Minx, his little Scot- Scottish thing with pigtails who used to be like Dennis the Menace. Yeah. But like the Minx, though... Minx is, Minx is not the Minx is not a kind it's of. It's not the word they were looking it's for. It's not the word that means attitude, bad, bad attitude, and no. troublemaker. More like a little bit sexy, isn't it? More of like sex, like... sexual connotations. Um, what was the other? Billy Wiz. Billy Wiz. Billy Wiz. Got it, Billy. Got it, Billy. Fast. Oh, I feel fucked there. I did like Billy last night. Do you think that's why they call Billy? Yeah, yeah. After Billy the Wiz. Billy the Wiz. He used to be fast as fuck. Yeah. I used to read really like Billy Wiz. And then he used to get the Dandy as well. I can't think of any more Beano ones. No, Dandy I didn't read as much. I used to read Beano. I used to like the Dandy as well. Did that have the... Okay. Okay. Dandy, did that have the... Who's was the cowboy? Desperate Dan. Desperate Dan. He used to it. eat cow pie. And there used to be like a pie the size with like real cows in it. How many people called Dan or Daniel at some point in their life have been called Desperate Dan? Being Desperate Dan. They grew up Probably in the 80s and 90s. Quite a lot of them. <laughs> Would you rather be called Desperate Dan or Scrugger? Scrugger. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, did you have a nickname? Did I have a nickname? Yeah. That people called me? Yeah. No, I think it's because my name was a little bit unusual. It's just Lord, isn't it? Lord. It's quite Lordy. a good nickname, to be fair. Lordy. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd call you Lord. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a nickname? Don't well, again, Hughes was, was a but, but yeah, Gunner. Ah, uh, okay. Which is why all of my tags nowadays are kind of derivatives of Gunner because when I was a kid, some shop guy that used to be a friend that owned the local convenience store, Mike, aka Mandeep, yeah. said that I don't like Ollie Gunner Solskjaer. Oh, I thought it's because you thought you were like the super sub on the football team. No. Is that what he's called him on when he played for Liverpool? Yeah, it was when he played for Manchester United, Mike. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. yeah. But, anyway, but, but anyway, it just stuck. So, yeah. So, there we go. Um, but yeah, I can't even remember Dan, Dan um, what's it called? Desperate Dan. And he used to have like stubble, which would like shave fucking wood and stuff. Yeah. Because he was just like the toughest dude ever. Is that what he was? Well, I can't like remember a, anything like else from the dandy. I can't remember anything Desperate else from the dandy. No, I always felt like, it felt to me maybe a little bit more grown up, but a bit boring compared to Bino. We used to get these Bino's like, a bit more wacky. little kind of storybooks as well. Like, and I'm not sure if they were bought from Jumble Cells or something like that. And I used to have a stack of them and they used to be like a feature length comic episode of right. like one of the characters. And some of them were really cool. And I used to like stuff like that. And I used to like reading things like, obviously I had mega access to the library as well, like Asterix and Obelix. I used to love reading those cartoons. Yeah, I never read those. When I was a kid. And I never used to understand, what's that other guy with the dog Snowy? Tintin. Tintin. Never watched Tintin, never, never read are they from, like Tintin. Where are they from? They're Scandinavian, both of those. No, I think Tintin's Belgian. How <clears throat> is it? Perge, Perge's Adventures uh, of Tintin. Mm. And it's, yeah, but it's like Asterix and Obelix used to love those. And later, later on, they made films of some of those, and they were really good as well. I always remember, actually, on, on Christmas, you'd always get a, uh, like, a bumper-sized hardback kind of comic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never used to... They'd like an annual, wouldn't they? Them. Yeah, my Christmas, Christmas stuff, annual. I used to occasionally get them. But yeah, I used to like... I used to like things like that, but um, but yeah, the comics. So W. H. Smith was my go-to place, and the only magazines I, I, I think occasionally I'd buy Smash Hits. Smash Hits, which sounds like a really girly thing to do. Doesn't it just it? it just reminds me of having diarrhea now. Why? Because that's what you call it. What Smash Hits? God, I've never heard, I've heard that. Smash Hits. Yeah. Oh, nasty <laughs> dose of Smash Hits. <laughs> oh God, oh my God, Smash Hits again. Oh, you don't want to go there for a week instead of Smash Hits all over the walls. <laughs> yeah smash hits and occasionally but only on occasion would you get magazines and they'd come with like a free pack of stickers or something like that yeah yeah they'd yeah. come in plastic yeah. and it'd be like fuck well like a CD you know. I used to get music magazines with CDs oh really yeah yeah they were occasionally you used to do, we were saying this the other day you used to get video games magazines they'd come with a VHS tape which come with a VHS tape with like previews yeah. of the game I used to bore my mum in the living room by saying oh mum can I watch this and I'd like <laughs> continuously like rewind I think it was a Metal Gear Solid 2 trailer but it was on cassette Come hey, on, mum, look at this, look at this game. Because you must be thinking, for fuck's sake. I just want to watch Coronation Street. Yeah, in our well-indexed uh, videos where you occasionally had these kind of freebies and stuff like that, because you could record over VHSs, yeah. which were not meant to be recorded over by sticking a piece of sticky tape above the holes on the top. Yeah, the little... So yeah. you could then record over these free tapes by, by sticking some sticky tape over these two holes on the top you of the tape. You could do music cassettes as well, couldn't you? Yeah, with music cassettes as well. It's just like the copyright part. It's just basically like a little like, notch, plastic yeah. notch, which if it's there, you can't record to, from it. But yeah, so, but yeah, smash hits, uh, match and shoot, football ones. Oh, football ones, yeah. Yeah, I used to have like across around the shoot top, around the top top corner of um, a top side of the top edge between the 
ceiling and the wall of my bedroom used to have all of the Liverpool posters. One, both of those magazines, I think Match sounds like, like a, a gay dating app. And shoot, just sounds like a horrible grotty porn mag. It sounds like a grotty porn mag, like Razzle. Yeah, Razzle's the worst name. Is <laughs> that was over those? Anyone else? It's a Razzle kind of adult magazine in the UK, not a very classy one. What do you reckon's worse, Razzle or Reader's Wives? I think Reader's Wives. Reader's probably. Wives. There'd be like Fiesta. <laughs> Fiesta. Fiesta. <laughs> Party in Spanish. <laughs> do you reckon in readers' wives there were actually people's wives? Like, why would you do that? Why would you take a picture of your wife naked and send it to a magazine for everyone to look at? What's your mum's name? Sue. Sue. <laughs> fine. So this is not going to work. <laughs> Sue. Do you remember the, the famous double Sue? Sue, get the camera. <laughs> Sue, get the camera. Get the cameras out of batteries. They're all in Mike's yeah. toys. So we're going bloody steal them back. Get the let get the line on Sue. Let's take this to the bedroom and see if we can get off. £50 for the pick of the week or whatever. They that got carried away after just watching those grotty videos that he had on his bed. Start up the conveyor <laughs> belt. He wasn't, he wasn't watching it for pleasure. He's just getting ideas for his direction. Start up the conveyor belt. <laughs> yeah. get, the, get the Polaroid. You're in for a night. Yeah, Fiesta and Razzle. Well, there's some terrible names. Okay, WH Smiths. WH Smith. Yeah. Right, what about... Here's another one. I didn't know this was named after people. I was quite surprised by it. B and Q. B and Q is named after people. Yeah. Well, Marks and Spencers is as well then. Because it must be, yeah, yeah. Well, of course it is. Mm. Yeah. B and Q. You'd Gra- never, Grouch- never guess it. I'll just tell you what Groucho the name is. Marks and Frank, and Frank Spencer, isn't it? Oh, well, B and Q. <laughs> <laughs> Marks and Spencer. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. B and Q is named after, let me guess. Okay, you got some ideas. No, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't extend the Don't game to multiple choice. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. This one's what? Um, Bob and Queenie. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard the name Queenie before until I met Luke Simmons. His mum's called Queenie. No way. And do you know what her surname was? Dancing. King. Queenie King. Yeah, that is awesome. Really? What a name. Queenie King. <laughs> yeah. Queenie Dancing. That's pretty good as well, <laughs> to be fair. Um, Queenie Queefer. <laughs> that would be the best one. That makes me think of the, Queen Latifah. The double Queen, Queen Latifah. Queenie Queefer. <laughs> Queen Latifah, Queenie Queefer. <laughs> Queenie Queefer. Try saying that ten times. Queen, La- <laughs> Queen Latifah. I can't even say Queen Latifah. Queenie Queefer, Queenie Queefer, Queenie Queefer, Queenie Queefer. Was it Queen Latifah, Creamy Queefer? <laughs> Creamy Queefer sounds even worse. <laughs> what the hell is a Creamy Queefer? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if we had to name episodes like just after things that we said maybe we would call this one Queenie Queefer Queenie 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 Jonathan Ross <laughs> special Elmer Fudd <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it is Queenie Queefer <laughs> oh no uh, so what's being accused of <laughs> <laughs> Block and quail. Block and quail. Yeah. Right, but this is shit, man. So I was, read, I was reading um, an article about this, and this is an amazing description of what they think block and quail sounds like. 
Block and quail sound like a fucking MC double act. <laughs> That's what, this is what he said. He said, it's like a deep house duo. We do a six hour back-to-back set at a warehouse project. <laughs> Block, Block and quail. And quail. It does sound like, yeah. oh, I absolutely agree. It does sound like a, sound like a DJ on MC. <laughs> yeah. Speed garage. The sweets ladies hit from Block and, Block and Quail. Shout out. Shout out to the B&Q Massive. Block and quail. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, Quite interesting. So it'd always be uh, your dad, I take it, that would drag you to B&Q or a similar stuff. I going to B&Q very often. I think my dad was tend to just get stuff that he wanted by himself. Oh, really? Oh, he used to get dragged around places. No, I think I've really got dragged too much into shops. Like on a Saturday, my mum would sometimes go to Stevenage, sometimes go to... Welling Garden, but more often not Stevenage because I think it's a much bigger yeah. town centre than Welling Garden City. Yeah, it was, yeah. And parking was easy. We used to go to the market in Stevenage, ever go there? Stevenage Market, yeah, that was quite big, wasn't it? Yeah, there was an indoor market and an outdoor market. Yeah, yeah. And in the indoor market, it used to have all sorts of tat. And there was definitely like a weed smoking store in there, like, which I was wonder, well, what are these weird things for? Because I had no idea at the time. Yeah, yeah. Which is definitely where I got my fucking. Gobot. <laughs> so you used to have to cut through. Said it's like you used to have poison. To, you used to be able to cut through the back of Woolworths. So you used to have to walk all the way through Woolworths from one door in the town centre to the to the back door. And it used to be just great walking through Woolworths because Woolworths just had had everything you wanted: games, sweets, like, um, clothes. Yeah, the pick and mix at Woolworths. I reckon, do you reckon that's the most like shoplifted thing in any shop in like the eighties and nineties? Did you ever do that shoplifting? Yeah. Mm. Once, once. But did but you, not ever, when you, I was a kid. you never, you never took the sweets from the pick and mix. No, never. No. I mean, never. It's sacred. Yeah. I literally thought I was going to get fucking taken down by like some massive security guard, like not fucking self later life. Yeah, I was much too fearful to ever do anything like that. I've got a funny story about shop, about this. I think I might have told you before. I told you before. So we used to like go on um, these booze cruises as you would call them but it wasn't like where you go and get pissed up on the ferry you basically go to france to the big supermarkets and get cut price alcohol oh where you got your uh, special ruler from by the ferry where i got my special ruler from absolutely and um like my mum and dad used to wait till there was an offer and then sure there's like you could sail over for a quid or something like that and the car was a fiver or something so they went in a sailing boat no, and a proper like P&O cruiser. Right? <laughs> oh, Remember when that Stenerling one sunk in the fucking channel? How did it? That was massive news. Yeah, the guy left the kind of the car door entry open for too long and it just flooded and they like Fuck. loads of people drowned. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was a pretty big disaster UK-wise. But anyway, I used to go over there when the office, so a couple of times a year we'd go on a day trip to France, a literal fucking day trip. And I used to be really mixed about this because... I knew it was just going to be a, like a two and a half hour drive down to like Dover and then like an hour and a half on the ferry, which I used to fucking love because it had like the fruit machines. I used to, get, like, I used to love being on the ferry, just on the boat, on the water. It's just so cool. Something, even though it's just like this horrible, probably like stinking ship, I used yeah, to have channel, to love yeah. it. And then just go straight to like the local <clears throat> hypermarket and then just fucking stock, fill the boot with wine and like cheese and stuff like that. Yeah. But they used to be so cheap compared to UK supermarkets. And I, I remember once, I think, my family went with Giz's family. So we went on convoy. So, oh, my God. Yeah, we went. I, it could have been Giz's just came with us, but I think we went in convoy. And I must have been, like, 10. And then 
these hub markets were huge so everyone would kind of go off and do their own thing we kind of like child like wonder just walk around these high stack kind of warehouse of a place which is just obviously catered for atomics but then one of them had a pick and mix and then for some reason my brother who was two years younger than me and giz had got kind of gone off together and everyone had finished their shopping and yeah. um i think my, my giz would have been 10 pretty lucky he's like 14 because he was huge and my brother was two years younger and they and then everyone finished their shopping and were waiting for that nobody knew where they were so somebody went to kind of go and find them and obviously during the time between when the parents going to find them giz and my brother had kind of like realized that every um everyone else had left and then kind of walked out of the exit holding their pick and mix oh no so the fucking security guard arrested them arrested them <laughs> yeah Arrested them for theft. Giz has got a criminal record for Pretty stealing much. sweets. Pretty much on the F, on the Calais Most Wanted, no doubt. But yeah. So and they what got, happened? Well, I think after some discussions with the security guard, apparently my mum spoke French. Yeah. They they basically just realised it was just an honest mistake, and they weren't hardened <laughs> fugitives from the UK just stealing stuff. But <laughs> but yeah, that was quite. But yeah, the pick and mix. Picker makes him all worse. It was pretty legendary. He used to have the skull crushers in there. Ah, oh, skull crushers. Lumps. Mm. But they would have been like those little midget gem things as well. Remember those? They're really kind of gummy, kind of. They used to come no, in like a bag. They used to come in like a little sachet kind of bag thing. But they used to be like covered in sugar, like gummy, like quite soft mm. gummy. Little. Oh, God, they were good. They used to stick together like a big clump. My mouth is watering thinking about this now. But yeah, Waters had believe. everything. They just got arrested. They had like CDs, video games, computer games. <clears throat> they always call them computer games. Would they be in French games. though? Sorry? Would the computer games be in French? Oh no, I'm talking about Woolworths now. <laughs> <laughs> Why know. would they be in French? Woolworths? <laughs> yeah, I was a strange question. Um, but yeah, Woolworths used to be probably my one of my favourite <clears throat> shops, I would say. Really? I don't think I really went to Woolworths that much. I feel like it's more like my place where my nan would go shopping I don't know why it had everything in there but it's in Stevens there wasn't one in Wellington Sea I don't think was they, don't, they don't exist anymore do they Wolves they in went... Australia they do and they... they do in South Africa oh really yeah same concept same kind of stores no like, they're more food everything. shops in South Africa I think in Australia they're the same concept they sell kind of a bit of everything really yeah but yeah I was going to ask you like name five shops which are not around from this period anymore I can think of another one. Wolves is one. Yeah, Wolves would be one. CNA. CNA was on my list. It's really weirdly exists here in Spain. It does exist here. That's gonna. I think that Charles and Albert or something is it stands for? Oh no, it's Scandinavian, isn't it? CNA? I did. I did look that one up as well, and I thought, you know what? I need to stop this now because I can't <laughs> spend the whole podcast. What, what is it? I can't remember now. I didn't write it's down. Scandinavian. It's like I think it's Scandinavian. Um, um, okay, yeah, CNA. Yeah. Our price. Price, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Virgin Megastore. Virgin Megastore still exists. Does it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. There's another one that doesn't exist. Still, the one in, in Leicester Square is still the Virgin Megastore. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think I'm so. trying to think like... Um, or maybe it's H&V now. 80s and 90s shops. That don't exist. That don't There's exist. There's an obvious anymore. one which I talked about in detail. Woolworths. John Lewis. Million Jeffries. Oh, Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's four. Blockbuster. It's a shop. Blockbuster, yeah. 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 Blockbuster doesn't exist anymore. What? <laughs> VH. Um, that's a good question. I can't 
Oh, I thought you had like a big list. Of no, them. no, no. I, 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 I was plucking I was, them from the list. He literally just plucked all the good ones from uh, from ah, what's it called? Oh, the one that's just sell like linens and stuff like that. <laughs> what's that? That only died a few years ago. It's to sell linens. Well, House of Fraser's dead. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Pretty much. Um, ah, what was it called? Well, another one, Fine Fair. What's that? Do you not remember that? That was like some fucking. Where did you used to shop? Fine Fair. Do you remember Fine Fairs? They were like a pre what did they sell? supermarket. It was like a supermarket. <laughs> How old are you? Pre supermarket. Like, well, you did have like the. Yeah, I reckon before you had to start getting mega supermarkets, which is just like the mid 80s. I think you just made that up. Fine Fair. No way. Happy Shopper. Happy Shopper. I remember Happy Shopper. What's weird is that the shop at the bottom of our village, where I used to get my sweets and stuff down the road, all their stuff was Happy Shopper stuff. Yeah, I think it's, that's what you get so in the cash like and carry. So it's like a franchise kind of thing. Yeah, I think it was a cash, yeah, cash, a and, carry. Oh, cash okay. and carry product, but it was also a sort of semi They used to also give you the signs for their for uh, the shops. Okay. Like, happy Shopper, yeah, I remember that. Happy Shopper. Oh, I've got another one that doesn't exist anymore. Go on. And this is such a weird niche shop. that it's, I reckon it'd be really hard for like teenagers now to imagine this ever existed. Athena. Athena. So a shop that just sold posters. Yeah. How weird is that? Like people were so into posters back like then. Like the woman scratching her bum with a tennis, <laughs> tennis ball. And the kind of ripped ass dude holding a baby. You know, those kind of... Yeah, so... <laughs> I think... Did you have posters in your room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. did you have? I had a Ferrari F40. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I had um, a Tiger. A Tiger. Very <laughs> so 80s, 80s, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it says a lot about your personality. <laughs> yeah, Friar Fort, your tiger. And then I don't, I think I had those for quite a while until obviously like the, you started getting more like girls and stuff. And so I had a Madonna one, kind of like cherish. Is era. hand drawn with a dog sale? Printed out on like a piece of A4 exactly. paper. Exactly, made from what's it called? ASCII. <laughs> <laughs> the top matrix printer. <laughs> yeah, I had a Madonna one. She's using like a, I think it's quite a famous photo of like her in like a gold sort of sequined bikini. And I had a, <laughs> how many, how many, how many? Uh, I don't think I left my bedroom for a week. I was going to say that, that got blue tacked that, the wall. That, that fucking and that stayed there for many saw a year. Much more action than the than the Intersport staff room. <laughs> then I had a signed, I had a signed Melinda Messenger poster as well. Really? Yeah. A poster. Yeah, I didn't meet her, but ben, our friend Ben Griffin met her and he got got me a poster a signed. Signed poster from her hand and touched it. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? Mm. Did he get her? as had mine? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I'm sure you put where her hand touched on where your hand touched. Where her hand touched where? Oh really? So you had some pretty cool posters. I think. <laughs> what did you have? Pretty fucking lame. I think the Tigers well, the best actually, one of mine. Actually, I used to, like I said, I used to have the posters of Liverpool players. Like yeah, all of, all around like there, like an upper border of my room, which was I was pretty proud of because it went around my whole room. Yeah, I had one of a uh, one. Uh, had Ian Rush bearing down on you when you were trying to sleep for Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. And John Barnes and all of the crew, even even some of the real fringe players. And um, I had one which I brought with my Christmas money once, which was this like yellow poster with two jelly babies on there. One saying <laughs> to the other one saying, "Don't bite my head off," which I thought was. Fucking hilarious. So shit. So shit. This is like, basically, this is like what you would consider like memes now, right? So you you get memes online. But like back then, you would have one meme meme. that maybe two people saw 
Don't once a year because like how many people do you have in your bedroom oh, as a kid? Quite a few. I had quite a few friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't allowed in my bedroom. Are they not? This is my special place. Michael's can't touch my Melinda Messenger poster. Stay away. Do yeah. you never have anyone in your bedroom? No, I think I did, but only one at a time though. <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Do <laughs> the girls go into your bedroom ever? Yeah. Really? I don't think any girls ever went into my bedroom. Really? Are you? Yeah. And I remember like maybe when I was a bit older, like one girl came into my bedroom once. Right. But yeah, I don't really like yeah, no, nothing like that though. Let's not go down this avenue while we're talking about shops. Oh really? You used to you used to bring the ladies <laughs> Castle Lord. <laughs> Do you want to see my boggled? <laughs> Castle Lord layouts your perverted your perversions from Mr. Ritz. I don't think I I don't think I slept with anyone that wasn't in my bedroom really? until I left home. I, may, yeah, I, I never I don't think I ever oh no I did definitely see someone in my bedroom but not I like really. my lovers to be comfortable. <laughs> my lovers <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. Um yeah, Athena. What do your parents say? What do you mean? They were, well, sometimes they wouldn't know. You kind of sneak them in and out. You really? Just to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you a story later about a really embarrassing thing that happened, but I'm not going to do that one on there. Uh, yeah, Athena. Yeah, Athena's definitely one that's no longer, no longer valid. I think before... Quick save. Hold on, hold on. I'm not thinking about Athena. Okay. I think before... <laughs> Quick save! <laughs> Quick save. <laughs> before Athena, I just assumed that everyone had the same size penis. I didn't think it was a thing where you could get like multiple lengths. I wasn't like much of a peeker in the uh, in the changing rooms. But there was a poster. This I think this was the the true equivalent of the girls. Wait, 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 wait. Mike's coming out. <laughs> no, but like oh. this this um, on this poster, there was a guy, and it was kind of shot so that he was kind of in silhouette, but he was obviously naked, like standing on the beach. Not that I remember this really vividly. <laughs> Learning, just glancing <laughs> off him, just gently, like, just gently reflect, reflecting off his beautiful chisel body. But such was the length of his flaccid penis that you could see it between, betwixt his legs. Well, this is a post you had. From behind. Your, this is a post you had. No, it's my wall. It's in Athena. Next to the tiger on my wall as an eight year old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're right. So there's a silhouette of a man with, with his. Um, yeah, and it was definitely much, much longer than my one. So I was, then I was like, oh, shit, they're, they come in different sizes. I didn't realise that. It was a one-size-fits-all. I mean, it's down to his knees, almost. Really? Yeah. I don't know what was that doing in the theatre. That kind of black guy that sit on the bed that's leaning forward. <laughs> is, that, is it that guy? Or the guy? <laughs> you know, the guy? Yeah. The one everyone got sent on their fucking WhatsApp at yeah. some point. Or the other guy that's the, the other guy with the, where you open something and it just, just goes massive long schlong. Yeah, yeah. So no, like him. But it, I mean, almost. But it's from behind. But it was like lit as, as a silhouette. Was it coming down to his knee? Like a tripod, yeah. Sure, it was in a horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the back end of a horse. I mean, either way, I still didn't realise that it came I don't remember this post. I don't know if this post ever existed. <laughs> I drew it. I'm the with paint. a silhouette. With a silhouette <laughs> schlong. In the summerset, in the sunset. Once I moved on from the uh, well, it's a logical step. That wasn't from... the real masterpiece. Yeah. No, exactly. My magnum opus was the man with long <laughs> schlong. Silhouette man with long schlong. <laughs> yeah. nice. Number one. Yeah, Athena. 
<clears throat> quick save. Yeah, quick, quick save. save. Sorry, yeah. Did you did you ever shop in Quick Save? No. What was Quick Save? Was it a supermarket? Yeah, it was, it was basically right next to where Blockbusters used to be in Wellington City. Ah. It was mega budget. It used I to do it was like super drug. ten it? packs of crisps in a box for like one pound, and the packs, but oh, really? the packs of crisps used to be like that kind of thin, clear plastic. They used to mean ultra budget. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I used to love crisps. I still do, to be mm. honest. But yeah, the crisps I used to love like. They, I just love beef and onion crisps. Beef and onion. Walker's beef and onion. I used to love them, right? So much so, and this is probably going to straddle into a totally different story, but basically... It's the manliest crisp, isn't it? The beef and onion as well. Just so fucking good. And then one day, Dad came back from work and said, yeah, I've got membership to this place called Costco. No, no, it wasn't Costco. It was Macro. Macro? My dad had a Macro um, And I was like... Membership. And what is this place? I have no idea of what this place is. So, and then we went there one day, and it's like a cash and carry. Yeah. And oh my god, it was the best place ever. The like, shop where shops, shops literally had everything. And I brought a twenty, or maybe it's a thirty-six. Thirty-six. Pack of, I came in. Yeah. Thirty-six pack of. Um, I guess you were kind of exposed to these because the shop. It, yeah. But um, a thirty-six pack of of beef and crisps, and I ate them in twenty-four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I had some friends. I guess helped. My brother helped. Yeah. But literally, it was just like my, all my dreams had come true. Every time I finished a pack, I just leant down and there was just an infinite <laughs> supply of packs. Yeah. And I could literally just eat so fucking many, many packs. But did, were you like sick of them afterwards though? No. I could have kept going. Because I've got an almost identical story. Because my dad had like bakeries and uh, they used to use cash and carry or like macro to, to get their supplies like cheese and stuff and crisps. And my dad said to me one time, okay, Mike, as a treat, you can get yourself a box of crisps. I was like, yes! It was super cheap when you brought them like that, weren't they? Oh, yeah, mega cheap. So I thought I'd get, um, I used to really love knickknacks. Knickknack, which ones? Nice and spicy. Okay, there, okay. If you'd have said scampi, which are the stinkiest (laughs) fucking crisps, you're disgusting. So I've got like 36 packets of um, nice and spicy knickknacks. To this day, I can't even smell them. I felt so ill (laughs) afterwards. Yeah. Really? Well, I can almost imagine the smell of them as well. My, I, um, (laughs) this is, Totally going off piece, but my uh, ex-wife Lindsay, who you yeah. know, um, used to think like she used to be absolutely addicted to crisps, absolutely <laughs> addicted, and her favourite were quavers. And oh, watch out, they taste curly. Yeah, and she used to be like, oh, it's I could I think I could eat a hundred packs of quavers. <laughs> It's just like eating dust. And I was like, you could never. She was like, yeah, I could easily eat 100 pack Quavers. <laughs> really? And I was like. I You're not the you, person to say that to. I bet you can't even eat 20 packs of Quavers. And she was like, I bet I can. And I did a bet with her. If she won, I'd buy her a Mulberry handbag. And if she <laughs> lost, I sold her Mulberry handbag. Oh, no. So she stepped up to do the, the Quavers challenge. But they didn't have the small bag. So I had to get, I had to get two of the, the half the size of grab bags. And I've actually filmed it. It's all actually on YouTube, watching her deteriorate slowly oh, no. as she realises this is an impossible so, task. So it wasn't 100 packs, like normal size packs. How many was it? No, the big 20 ones? packs. 20 of the big ones. But we just did five grab bags. Oh. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. 10 grab bags. She got like four in. and just Four? Is that it? Yeah, and then she started, then she like psychologically was like being waterboarded. She was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Oh, no. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. And then she knew that she was going to lose her mulberry handbag. Did you actually sell it? Did no, you go through I'm it? Not an asshole, but no, it was funny as hell. It was funny as hell because, yeah, but, I, but I could, I'm sure. So you I could just like physically couldn't do it anymore. 16 packs of crisps, no problem in 24 hours. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Easily, no yeah. problem at all. But yeah, Qua- quavers, she's right. Quavers are just dust. Like if you <laughs> if you like scrunch the bag up, we have a new challenger. How <laughs> <laughs> easy do I? Nostalgatron, Mike. <laughs> how many packs do you think you can do? You've got quavers. Yeah, I could do at least seven. Could you do ten for a hundred euros? Oh yeah, I could do ten. Yeah, you could do ten. I could do ten packs of quavers, not grab packs. I bet you fifty euros. You can't. Ten packets of quavers for 50, 50 euros. Okay, it's on. Can you get quavers over here? Uh, um, I'm sure I can find a way of getting them. <laughs> twenty packs. This is gonna be our first video. Ten episode. packs or twenty packs? Ten. Ten, yeah. Ten for fifty euros. Okay. First video episode of Nostalgiatron. Game on. Yeah. Ten for fifty euros. Nostalgiatron challenge number one. Normal size packs. Or yeah. Grab bags. Normal size. Oh, I think in grab packs. <laughs> Well, you can't go back and it's on, it's on it's on air. Well, I didn't say all size bags. <clears throat> ten grab bags? No, I couldn't do ten grab bags. Eight grab no. bags? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ten. How much is a pack? Seven. They're tiny seven, quavers. They're nothing. Ten packs is nothing. Yeah, because it's only like fifty grams. It's only everyone listens to this is thinking, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. You can do this. Ten packets of quavers is nothing. Grab bags. I will. Uh, I, will I take you up on that challenge. In Ten thing. just normal packets of, of quavers. No, nah, that's too easy. It's too, too easy. easy. It's too easy. I feel like I'm stealing money. From so, hi at Nostalgiatron on Twitter or Instagram. If you want to, if you want to nominate your challenge, I if if I want us to know who can eat the most amount of quavers. Normal bags. If you think you can do over twenty, then. We could have a challenge on film and film yourselves. Send us the video. Film yourselves. Send us the video, and then we'll see how we. But stack if there's up. any editing or tomfoolery on this yeah. video, then void. Yeah, void because I don't want some video. The camera, editor. it's got to be one shot. The camera's got to be one for shot. Entirety, yeah, yeah, one shot with a with a with a no with speeding a, things up as well because you think it's too boring. We're happy to sit and watch you exactly eat with a twenty. I want an iPad in the background with a timer on there. Yeah, with milliseconds. Yeah, and I don't want you to move. Just eat and eat. You can have. As much water as you like. So take a jug of water. You can yeah. take that with you. If you have to go to the toilet, you have to take the, the camera with you so we know you're not no, throwing No, if you go well. to the toilet, you fail the challenge. Oh, really? Challenge failed. Can't even go for a wee? Nope. No, nope. you don't think you're going to do it in one seat or nothing. I think yeah. I could do 20. 20. 20 regular size packets. We need to find out what the, the grammage is of one packet. I'm, so but I'm on a diet at the moment, so I can't. So, but, but generally speaking, I don't think I could. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. exci- this is an exciting... Uh, Involvement of, the, of the, the structure of our podcast here. Yeah, the challenge, the like Nostalgiatron challenge number one. Who is who is the king of the quavers? It's quite a retro crisp as well, the quaver. It is quite a rich. It's been around since time itself. Remember the other ones, Salt and Shake. I used to love those. And they did the competition where you could get a fiver inside the packet instead of the salt. Yeah, yeah. I remember when... They used to have really good adverts as well, but the Salt and Shake. But then, do you remember there was the jackets... So be, the, the advert was, we want to be, there's like little potatoes dancing. We want to be salt and shake. <laughs> yeah, we I want, want to be, be salt yeah, and yeah. shake. And then they, then they brought out the jackets, so the salt and shake jackets. You just said, you had, said like, before the podcast, you couldn't sing like. <laughs> <laughs> and then on these ones, it was like jackets, so they'd jump out of a plane and then they think they're going to die, but then they pulled off their skins and they'd float down in it. We want to be salt and shake which is basically for those of you that don't know what salt and shake was it was like some crisps or chips as you'd say in america yeah which were in a packet with no seasoning whatsoever and these to just come with a little blue sachet inside which used to sprinkle 
as little or as much salt as you'd like onto said crisps. I've looked this up recently. I don't and know then why I you used to crisps. close the bag and then shake the bag to yeah. disperse the salt around the packet. Apparently that's the first potato chips. They didn't have salt, crisps. but then they would like give you a little sachet, it's that sachet of salt to go with it. Yeah, them. and I remember <clears throat> that when I brought my beef and onion, Walker's had a, some sort of blue envelope promotion in there as well. Oh, really? Where, and I actually won a free pack of crisps. Oh, nice. Yeah, big ting a guan. Do you remember, do you remember the, the flavours you'd get for salt and shake? I just have salt. I just remember. The original. Oh no, salt and shake. Am I thinking of the right ones here? Salt and shake. But then they also came in like. Um, they did come in flavours, yeah. Cheese and onion. They were good ones, yeah. They used to have a really weird flavour, if I recall. Was, wasn't there a ketchup one? Yeah, possibly. Salt and shake, maybe. Possibly a ketchup one. They used to remember, yeah, these, remember those French fries, salt and vinegar. Oh. Like crack the lotion. strongest crisp ever conceived. You used to put it into your mouth. You used to absorb every last bit of moisture. And if you had mm. one abrasion in your mouth, it was going to hunt it down like a heat-seeking missile and just so cause pain. I used to really like those. And also, do you know the were they chipsticks? They were called. They were like they were like a long, yeah, yeah. Rectangular they, they, kind they, of they were like chipsticks, weren't they? Like French fries. French fries. No, but they, oh, they had yeah. different texture. They were like a more kind of crumbly, sort of flaky texture to them. Almost like a what's oh, it kind of. Oh, that's why I'm thinking of the salt vinegar ones. Yeah, those, those ones were like crack. Those were those, amazing. They were so strong. French fries were the smooth one. Oh, a little bit cold. Worcester sauce flavoured French fries were an absolute <laughs> yeah. goat of a crisp. That was so me. good. Top three, top three crisps. Brannigan's beef oh, and mustard. But what flavour? Beef and mustard is an absolute <laughs> yeah. shout. It'd go up your nose, wouldn't it? Oh, it would be the, the... And the packaging was just such high quality. Yeah. That brown kind of like matte well, finish. That's number one. I think May. I think I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Fuck my life. Cheese and onion squares. <laughs> That's an interesting one. They're a bit like discos. Yeah, discos were good. Yeah, something about cheese and onion, onion squares. And I was never really big into cheese and onion at the time, but oh, really? I think um, I think cheese and onion walkers were my favourites when I was a kid. What are your top three crisps? Go. I would say number one, Brannigan's beef yeah. and mustard. Number yeah. two. Pickled onion monster munch. Oh, they're good. They're my brother's favourite. They are potent, oh, aren't they? They were absolutely. I don't. Know, I don't know if they do these in the yeah. states, but they are. Well, they can get you can get them here in Barcelona. Oh, really? From the UK shop. I got them when I was in Tenerife a few weeks ago. Me and my friend just devoured like well pack worth, after pack. They're well worth them. seeking out. What, aren't they? what was a priority for the flavours of monster munch for you then? My my favourite roast beef. Monster munch. Yeah, and roast beef was a close second. You start biting onion, the though, toes though. off and then yeah. eating the mouth. What were the three flavours? Flaming hot. Flaming hot. Flaming hot. Mm. Um, and a number three is a really tough one. I'd have to say beef and beef and beef and onion. Beef but and onion. Walkers. An like. Honourable mention to frazzles. Frazzles were amazing. Frazzles were really fucking good. Yeah. Do you remember wheat crunchies as well? Oh like, my god, I can't believe smoky <laughs> yeah. bacon wheat yeah. crunchies. And they had Worcester sauce ones of those as well, didn't they? They did. Oh, I'm sorry, beef and wheat onion. Beef and onions getting focused. kicked out by smoky bacon wheat crunchies and possibly even Worcester sauce. Yeah, they were good. They, they just felt so nutritious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? Because I think they changed. I'm sure they changed them when they first they came out. They felt like, like kind of whole wheat, weren't they? But they, I think they changed the recipe after oh, a while. God, but they, were, they were awesome. Yeah, fucking awesome. What a crisp. Well done. Well, good crisp. Well done, Wheat Crunchies. Well done, Wheat Crunchies. A big shout out. I mean, nowadays, you, they're pretty good anyway, like kettle chips. Like you, yeah. get a, you get a good cheese kettle chip, and mm. that's about as good as I get in terms of 
Chris these days, but God. I'd still probably take a big bag of Monster Munch over those, and definitely Brannigans. Definitely Brannigans today. Yeah. Nothing's come. What were the other flavours of Brannigans? Was it ham and mustard as well? There's like or a pickle lily and ha- no, no there's a ham and pickle. Ham and pickle. Pickle lily. Pickle lily. Mummy. Mummy. You expect me to eat this cheese alone? <laughs> what am I, some sort of savage? Pass me the pickle lily. <laughs> I should not have to ask twice, Sue. <laughs> Susan. <laughs> Um, there was another one as well ham and pickle and cheese and I'm sure there was a cheese maybe it was a cheese and onion cheddar it was a bit like, be like cheddar ah, cheese but McCoy's onion. cheese McCoy's cheese McCoy's were good yeah. serious flavour in those bastards like they do a flaming grilled steak or something like grilled that grilled steak yeah, McCoy's yeah. and beef McCoy's their cheese and onion were good though potent as well Cheese and onion McCoys. Yeah, they were they, rich, they were just cheese. Cut, they were probably in fact they were probably my favourite crisps at a time in my life. Mm. They used to be so ridge cut. Yeah, ridge cut. Ridge cut motherfuckers. Man, they were some good ass we said get some good crisps. The crisp game in Spain is weak as fuck. Oh, it's awful, yeah. Really weak. Like I found one cheese crisp and it was okay. But that's about I mean. Yeah, they're, no... they're like ready sorted crisps over here, really good. Like the kind of like, but that's all they sell is really sold. Occasionally, you get a jamon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really <laughs> get like um, flavored crisps here at all, do they? No, it's just weak. And crisps are so good. Mm. Why were we talking about crisps anyway? I don't know. Because I said about going to macro. Macro, that was it. Yeah, yeah. Because we've got the big bumper packs of uh, yeah. shop size, retail size packs of. Crisps. Yeah, the problem is, is we're buying in bulk. <clears throat> it didn't used to necessarily reduce the amount of all it. Like buying in bulk for me just meant I'd eat more. Like, yeah, short, yeah. like if I had two chocolate bars in the house I'd eat two chocolate bars if I had ten I'd eat ten like it was not like strategic planning it was just meant an absolute binge of uh, another shop that I think I don't know if this is still going or recently it disappeared but Argos yeah Argos is still around is it still around yeah I was working with did you do a lot of shopping in Argos did I do a lot of shopping? I think I did a fair bit when I was Not a kid. Not really. I used to Flicking love through going through the catalogs. Yeah, because yeah, I used to like going through the catalogs. Maybe more so in, in later life. What do you reckon, like, in the 80s, 90s, the percentage of pregnant teenagers were that had a promise ring bought for them from Argos by their boyfriend? <laughs> what was it? Elizabeth Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Duke jewellery. You know, the epitome of class. Well, like a, a sovereign, the sovereign from uh, from Argos. A sovereign, Sof. a gold chain. Did you ever have a chain? Nah, no gold chains. I had a, I had no a, socks. I had, I had a silver chain. Did you? Yeah, when I was like nineteen. 20. Big old ropey unit, was it? <laughs> like a traveller. Yeah. So I was then. Um, but you had like a, in your village, did you have local shops? Yeah, I think like there's three shops. Prominent, or three, just three. Because it's like a little village, shopland size. Yeah, so we had the shop. The which shop, which the you know, you ride the, ride the old ninja down to the shop. Yeah, yeah, ride the old ninja down to the shop. Then next to there was a butcher's, but like a mega expensive butcher's. Oh, yeah, we with real much. gamey meat in there. You'd have like pheasant and all that kind of stuff. Rotting birds. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a, a, a shop, a hairdresser's as well called Streaks Ahead. Streaks Ahead. I don't know why, but we always used to call it Streaky Bonehead. <laughs> Such, uh, that's witty wordplay <laughs> from the young... Diggs Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three shops. How three about yourself? Shops. Well, actually, we had a flower shop. We had a, we had a garage. Like, oh, you did, the corner, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, it was, first of all, it was a Mitsubishi car dealership. So we just walking past the like, Land Cruisers. Be like, oh, no, not Land Cruisers. The Mitsubishi yeah, Shogun. Shogun, that's a, yeah, 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 so yeah. That's a badass vehicle. Every day walking past them, it's a cool name. Badass man. vehicle, the Galants. 
and uh, we used to have a flower shop and then next to that I think was a hairdressing salon which I never went in ever but I went in the shower, flower shop quite a lot because my friend was going out with the girl from there who was, who was the owner of it so she was a few years older so yeah. she kind of be able to go into the back of the flower shop and then Mardi stores which was like a double unit which was the one like the mini supermarket run by Michael Stroke Mandeep with a video game in the outside yeah. and I used to be, know them really well so I used to be able to just go to the storeroom and stuff like that I used to hang around by the shops quite a lot I guess <laughs> Then next to that was a butcher, and it just used to be like I just remember just a smell of death coming from every time I walked past. Yeah, butcher got this yeah. really weird smell, that kind of metallic sort of irony sort of smell. Doesn't it? smell blood, rotten, but it just smells kind of one percent rotten. Yeah, like it just doesn't smell right, does it? Mm. It's blood stained and ugh. And then next to that was a post office, which is everything, mm. literally everything. They even have toys on the absolute top shelves, and oh, nobody would ever. And then next to that, we had a fish and chip shop. Oh, fish and chip shop in your own village. That's yep. sweet. Yep. So fish and chips was the Friday. Isn't it weird how shop. like we both like lived in villages, both had butchers, but not bakers. Yeah. Because here, every single block, we've got at least two butch- uh, bakers, I reckon. But speaking of bakers, there was the king of, what was your dad's bakery called? Uh, one of, what, the one in Potter's Bar was called Alan's Patisserie. <laughs> The word Alan and patisserie so don't, funny, really, it? Yeah. don't really fit. Should be like Alain. Exactly. You just, just put an accent after the end. Just Alan's <laughs> patisserie. Yeah, patisserie. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what the other was called. Actually, they said something Hadleywood Bakery, Brookman's Park bakery. bakery, or something like that. It's yeah. a rich area. Yeah, and that Brookman's Park was pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah. Hadleywood used to get all the Tottenham players coming in there. Oh, really? Yeah, and. My uncle Jeff, who worked in the shop, he was a Tottenham supporter as well, so quite liked it. <laughs> my um, my my f- one and only baker that I is Simmons. Oh really? Oh my God, Simmons the Baker's was the most. We used to turn our nose up, turn our nose down on the Simmons. Oh really? Yeah, God. Yeah. Well, I didn't have any exposure to any other bakers. <clears throat> it was just a shop dedicated no, to no, bread no. and cakes. Very popular, weren't they? Simmons. They had one in Welling Village, yeah, a small one, and they used to and they used to the as I got a little bit older the. the Definition of heaven from there was a sausage doorstep yeah, sandwich. That was the go-to, wasn't it? Oh my goodness. sausage doorstep, doorstep, or a bacon doorstep. Yeah. Oh, a bacon doorstep yeah. and this white crusty bread with ketchup. Really thick cut. Wasn't oh, it? and decent bacon. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And decent sausages. No, I think that I think they were probably good. It's just because like my dad was a baker. That you... Bake off. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then used to get like ice buns from there, which were just amazing, and Chelsea buns, yeah. which I used to absolutely fucking love. Oh my god! Getting an I, I used to eat the ice bun. I used to just eat the icing off the top and then just be stuck with the bun, which I still used to eat anyway. It's like now in the UK, it's all about Greg's, isn't it? Yeah, Greg's are nothing. But I don't I think, think they, that existed really when I lived they in England. Infiltrated from the north, Greg's. Yeah, because I think everyone when I meet people now and say they're like a bit younger than me, like ten years younger than me, like teachers, you go, "Oh, one thing I miss is like Greg's sausage rolls or something." I'm thinking, I'm sure they're meant to be shit, but also, oh, they're good. Are they good? good? They also do like the full vegan range now. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm but yeah, no, back. it's all about Simmons when we were kids, wasn't it? Simmons was really good, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I used to love, I used to love going there, sausage doorstep sandwich. Oh, my goodness gracious. But then we used to have, like, the shops. Did you used to, when you were at school, did you used to go out at lunchtimes? Yeah, what are those shops called at the top of um, 
Night Shoplands. Shoplands. That which was is, I think is the weirdest name. I think we mentioned that on another podcast. Yeah, Shoplands. Go over the go over the go over the barren waste. <laughs> Sounds like a Mario into level. the moors, and then you should arrive in the Shoplands. <laughs> the Shoplands, lands full of shop, and they used to just have like a chip shop. Yeah, and a convenience store, an alcohol store, a hairdresser. And again, I spent far too much time hanging around Shoplands because I got a pass. Quite early on, I was allowed a pass for my parents to leave secondary to leave school at lunchtime. Oh, really? Because... Would well, you have to get a pass for your parents? Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, but uh, No, not in the sixth form, though. No, no, no not okay, in the sixth form. Okay. But I used to be able to go when I was in, like, oh, really? third year. Oh, no, yeah, I never... Until the sixth form. Yeah, I had a pass for my mum because I used, oh. to, used to go back to my friend's house, Alan, sometimes at lunchtime. Oh, okay, She'd yeah. She'd be just sweet as. And uh, then, obviously, we'd go to Shoplands whenever we wanted to. So, it was pretty... Awesome. To go to the fish and chip shop. It was quite a good one, I think, wasn't it? It was not bad. It was not as good as the one in my village, but it was not bad. Yeah, yeah. It was not bad. I was quite a, quite a judge of these things. But yeah, so you don't remember QuickSafe? No. <laughs> really? My friends might won't say who because it does imply financial struggles, I should say. <laughs> um, used to ship a shopping QuickSafe and it used to just be like, literally, you got what you paid for. Yeah. Like, you just tell everything was just like the the white bread was like thin no the, only thi- the only thing that i used to like that they that <clears> I used to love was having toast with i can't believe it's not butter <laughs> and do you know what they're fucking great name for a product <laughs> yeah because you literally could not believe it was not butter <laughs> i believe it i just used to love ha- toast and marmite oh my god oh yeah toast and even marmite. on quick save bread even now it's an amazing snack yeah. i can't believe it's not butter was just the breakfast of absolute, and even now. It's weird, isn't it, how the world kind of turned its turned its head on butter when butter all along was actually the much healthier alternative. Yeah, totally, totally. And, and margarine's uh, fucking terrible for you. But yeah, we stopped, we started to stop at Sainsbury's, <clears throat> and then we used to go to Tesco's. And the reason I know is because I think it was to be a Saturday venture because that's when my dad would drive my mum, and we'd come with because mum wasn't driving at the time. And if we went on a Thursday, that's when I'd get the booty bag. But if we went on a Saturday, which we did sometimes, then then the my mum would always buy a French stick and we'd have that for lunch with cheese. Nice. And very continental. Very continental. And um, she'd also used to buy like a five pack of donuts. Jam donuts. I mean, again, I'm look, I'm saying these things with absolute reverence <laughs> to me because like, wow, he used to come out with this, this, these kind of, that's the thing because I budget. used to work on it's Saturday. Uh, I used to work at Dad's Bakery. Yes, yeah, so, so you, you did not want for any any. Did you used to be able to eat whatever you wanted? Well, yeah, within reason. I didn't normally eat that much, but it'd always be. I'd go to a sausage roll first, or a bacon and cheese turnover. Maybe not, not sweet. Maybe a little donut. Nah, not, not got so much with sweet teeth. Oh, I'd be all over the fucking. Okay, can you oh, eat what you wanted? Can you just eat what you wanted? Yeah, yeah. Just literally help yourself. Yeah, it's like I'd be the step myself to sausage roll. Like, bastard. Yeah, I didn't really it. take advantage of it. If I worked, when I worked at the chip shop, I used to be able to bring back as much fish and chips as I want. And really? I used to just bring literally. That's quite expensive stuff as well. Literally a sack of kebab meat. <laughs> and it used no. to be so greasy. Like you'd have to like quadruple wrap it. And even then, when you opened it, it would be still leaking oh, food. Like, it's disgusting. disgusting. Oh, it's like a murder scene. And I used to literally just munch fucking. So I must have got so fat from that. I mean, this must have been probably about 4,000 calories a second. Yeah. Congealed oh, kebab no. meat. Oh, but it tasted so good. Um, it's very tasty, yeah. But yeah, did you get a discount in at Sport? 
Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, maybe I think it was quite maybe like fifteen percent. I think it was. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, but the trainer noise. selection was weak there, though. Everyone wanted a discount, but you had to be like working there a ridiculous amount of time to get a discount if you were part time. Right. Okay. Yeah. And I never got close to that. I never, unfortunately, but it was a good discount. I remember because my dad had a bakery. This is shops related. Um, he one day I woke up in the morning. My dad said, "Oh, I've got you a, a new plant." He used to like buying like cactus and stuff. He bought this new plant. He goes, oh, we'll keep it in the conservatory though because it needs a lot of light. So it's like this kind of like spindly little plant with like quite long branches on it. And I said, oh, what? Obviously, I was quite young. I said, what kind of plant is that, Dad? He's like, oh, it's a, it's, a, it's a donut plant. I was like, what? <laughs> what donuts grow on, on trees? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He goes, you have to like look out for it. Like uh, maybe come down tomorrow and have a look at it. He might, might even have a few little like little buds on it by tomorrow. So my dad, this is such a nice story as well. But I think of this, I think, oh, it's really nice, Dad. So basically, you, in the bakery, you must have made some like little tiny donuts and like and sugared them. The and master then, and then, baker. Yeah, and then put them onto the tree. So when I woke up in the morning, I went down and it's like with these little donuts on the tree. It's like, Dad, Dad, the, the donut tree's got donuts on it. <laughs> That's quite cool, isn't it? You must have been like bored at work, like baking and stuff. I thought, yeah, that'd be quite cool. I could make some little donuts, stick them on a the tree, convince it's- Michael... It's yeah, quite a simple child. It's I quite an elaborate trick to try and get inside the head of young Michael. <laughs> yeah. Fucked you up a tree, didn't it? It really did. I didn't mind, though. And Dad Fucking didn't donuts find out the donut tree, tree was not. Mm. It's pretty cool, though, isn't it? Good dad move, Dad. That was quite a good dad move, yeah. Although, pretty bent to do something truthful. <laughs> yeah. Said so Paul Michael going to school... I just had the best donuts with the donut tree. <laughs> yeah. You fucking dick. Just argued with my Bullied. teacher. <laughs> no, nope. I won't accept that. I've got donuts growing on a tree at home. You'll see. I'll bring you in tomorrow. Exactly. Daddy, yeah. teacher doesn't believe me. That's like, oh, fuck, this has gone too far now. I was just a bit bored at work. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. No, Quicksave was proper budget. Proper budget. We used to search shop at Sainsbury's and Tesco's. What about you? I think my mum shopped at Sainsbury's. I remember I was on a previous podcast. That was a grossy Sainsbury's in yeah, it's Wellington crap, yeah. City Town Centre. I remember saying, I think it was the music one, how my mum would go, I'd drive to Sainsbury's with my mum, but I would stay in the car <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she would go and do the shopping while I listened to music in the car. Little dog. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's weird. I don't know why I did that. No, that is, that is pretty weird. That is pretty weird. But were they, what were the coolest shops? The coolest? Mm. Um... I don't know if they were cool. There'd be a few like clothes shops that I quite liked in town. Which ones? Um, I can't remember the name. Stylist. Stylist. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. That that's was where I got cool. the old, the old Yves Saint Laurent illuminous oh, yellow yeah, 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 yeah. beauty from. Yeah, Stylist. That was quite cool. I don't know about like shops being cool. And I liked all the shops in electronics and stuff. In I never used to shop in Madhouse. I didn't think that was very cool. No, Madhouse used to be the go-to for for garms. Really? I thought that yeah. was more like the place we'd go to for like two for one Pepe jeans. And stuff. Spliffy. Spliffy. Yeah. Spliffy and Naf Naf. Naf Naf, yeah. And Giorgio. Giorgio. Not, not Giorgio Armani. No, just Giorgio. Just Giorgio yeah. And there's some guys, obviously. Joe Bloggs jeans. Joe Bloggs, yeah. They they, they, these famous. are all the things you'd buy in Madhouse, but I don't think you'd get like. used to be so proud of his Joe Diesel Bloggs jeans. Or just going to put on some Bloggsies. <laughs> Blogsies. Blogsies, so cool. And Spliffy. I never wore Spliffy because always the, the council estate kids used They're to all wear like really Spliffy. baggy, I guess. Right? I used to wear Giorgio. Giorgio. My black jumper with Giorgio written on the front in Technicolors. Just a bit like the Google logo in hindsight. Was oh, really? literally the lady killer. Giorgio were there first. Giorgio. G- you got to say it properly. Giorgio. Giorgio. We're there first. Yeah. 
It's sad if it's like some mega designer because it was pretty good. But you know, you got Madhouse. <clears throat> What's, what do you think of the coolest shops? For me, the coolest shop ever was when I was like 15. I went to Black Market Records in London. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, that would be like oh, a mecca. It was literally, I felt like the coolest If you were sort kid. of kid like, at school and you wore like a Well, DJs jacket, were just kind of like, like kind of stickers everywhere yeah, and like yeah. vinyl everywhere. And yeah. I just used to go in there and just hang. Just, they'd be like, oh. well, he's hanging there for like two minutes, and I realised I was a bit out of place. The guys are like sniggering to themselves, going, "I've got to have a kid here from the suburbs come up." To yeah, them. exactly, trying to look cool. Yeah, but yeah. Oh my god, Black Market Records was just. Oh, yeah, like, I remember people. I think I told people school. about it for like four years after <laughs> so I'd been to Black Market Records. <laughs> yeah. Anyone anyway, fucking? I think my brother used to go there. He used to Excuse get, me, like, teacher, um, have you been to Black Market Records? <laughs> yeah. No, I have. Yes. Sit I'm down, Owen. <laughs> exactly. Now's not the time or the place. It's assembly. Mister Hughes, I've told you. Read, 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 read. Do read. Um, but yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely black market records. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That's like one of these shops that, yeah, you could come back and it's like you've travelled somewhere and come back and survived it. Anywhere in London. I think for me, my, mine would have been like Virgin Megastore in London or I think there was a big, was there a big oh, it's Tower, Tower Records? Records. That was the one. It was Virgin Megastore. Yeah, so Tower it? Records in London. I think that was the one for Tower me. Tower Records was a, was, a, was a sight to behold. I used to go there sometimes in January after Christmas, for the Christmas sales and pick up some proper bargains and once in a blue moon we went to Lakeside Lakeside yeah I mean that was just on another scale completely wasn't that it that made the gallery get lost look in that place. like the Howard Centre yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which means nothing to <laughs> anyone listening to it apart from us um, but yeah no it's kind of gone full circle shops now I mean it was started off from the high street then it went to the out of town shopping centres and I think they're kind of dying these days yeah but you get like a few places that are a bit more sort of niche now, carved out thing for. But I think, especially in the UK, I think it's a lot of kind of chain stores as well, isn't it? Yeah, totally. What would be your What would be your top three shops now? Yeah, in well, where we live now in Barcelona. No, no, top three shops from your from your childhood of all time. I think of all time. I reckon which would whet the young appetite, young Michael. Frolicking through the aisles of John Lewis, I think. Three. John yeah, Lewis. I can see that. Um, probably John Lewis, Dixon's. Dixon's. Dixon's and our price, I think. Our price was a yeah. big gangster. Yeah, gangster I think that was shot. what about you? Um, I would say number one was Toys R Us. Yeah, millions of Jeffries absolutely undisputed number one um that's a good question what would be number two and three i don't really i think woolworths i would have to say just because it had everything Solid, that, yeah. everything i've already wanted as a, as a kid was in was in woolworths um, apart from your mum <laughs> mother um and probably games workshop yeah because yeah. going to one of those each time was like entering another world mm. of just amazing fantasy <laughs> sounds really fucking weird <laughs> the smell of the, the B.O. was strong in those the shops the smell of the B.O. was exceptionally strong in those shops yeah it was um, but I didn't care I used to love that shit but yeah W.H. Smith would be quite an honourable mention I'd say yeah just because it had a lot of things that would have been pretty interesting to me I don't really remember going to many electronic shops yeah, I just kind of I, I just like walk into them, just kind of fawn over the PlayStation demo discs. And I remember, stuff used like. to have like the kids that like would have the watch, which would change the t- channels. You haven't? 
Yeah. So remember the calculator watch? I used to have one of those. God, I love that more than life itself, my calculator watch. And but yeah, uh, one that could change it to like a remote control. had one which can change TV channels, and it was gangster, because if we were in lessons, they used to have to change the TV channel, the teacher had no idea yeah, what was going yeah, on. Yeah. And if you'd be able to go to... But you used to get people on a Saturday waiting outside the TV shops to check the football results. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. And quite often, if there was a game on, you'd see people just stood outside a yeah. TV selling shop just watching sport on it because yeah. they didn't have it at home. That's so weird, isn't it? It yeah. is so weird. But and you wouldn't have it like now you've got it in your phone, haven't you, of course? But yeah. Exactly, exactly. But it was different times. Different times. Um, yeah, a lot of nostalgia. I think when I was looking for research for this, the, the UK high street, those classic things like we, we spoke about, some of them were more kind of female-centric, so I don't have memories of them. Because a lot of the lists were coming up with places like Tandy? Tandy, Tandy, yeah, yeah. And like stuff like that, but yeah. No, there was brings, lots of clove shops, which they had zero. I mean, I just remember when the thought of going to a clove shop was just like, yeah. Yeah, tedious. Tedious, yeah, I don't want to buy clothes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. That's a, that was a good nostalgia hit this week. Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of things I hadn't remembered. And I really want to eat some crisps now as well. Yeah, some Brannigan's beef and mustard would hit the spot. If any of our dear listeners would like to contact us, where would they do so, Ryan? Well, you can now check out any number of channels we have nick we've got instagram high nostalgiatron we have twitter high nostalgiatron we have a website yeah just no it's not just nostalgiatron it's just www.nostalgiatron.com and obviously you can find the podcast and other episodes on all of the major podcast platforms we're basically just going to try and flood the whole internet so there's nothing but nostalgiatron everywhere i have been thinking of ways that we could do that yeah just like shut down the server hire some russians (laughs) (laughs) hire some russians yeah so yeah thanks for listening any questions or feedback get in touch with us on us on the social channels or via the website um and see you next time and don't forget the quaver challenge don't forget the quaver challenge (laughs) 